Warning, this chapter of Distance Nerding was recorded live, which means there may be strong language, unsuitable for children, and unusual humor, which may be unsuitable for everyone who claims to be human. Parental discretion is advised. Listening or watching or however you decide to get your uh, your kicks in, you are now listening to Distance Nerding. He's the beard man himself. He's Graveyard. Hey. hey. And he's the bearded wonder. He's Fours. <laughs> and that is the undeniable, unimaginable, hella sexy oh, young Phil. Oh, hey there. And he's the Jamez 5000. What? what? We're, we're here, here to nerd, nerd together. together. Nerd together. <laughs> Nailed it for the 100th and 11th time. You were talking anything, pop culture, movies, food, music, wrestling, gaming, gaming, crashing, whatever you're nerding on, on we want to talk about it. That's it. And you wanted the best? You got the best. The hottest talk show podcast download news coverage anywhere in the country during the evening oh it's right here oh. only on distance nerding oh i love it i love it i love the way that he introduces us guys it's our boy fours we know and love him he's pretty much uh, a new host on this show at this point <laughs> oh man i think he may have just had a heart attack after after me saying that no those were like those were like <laughs> several thousand bullets of joy just yeah. gasm after gasm i mean exactly <laughs> the reason why you would have a heart attack he's like oh my god i'm a host <laughs> i love all of you awesome so <laughs> hey good. you know what you can find us on all of the socials that's instagram facebook twitter twitch youtube and linktree at distance nerding oh yes oh yes oh yes now ladies and gentlemen this week on deck we've got the geek end update KyberCon is coming oh it is coming and it is coming. Lights, camera, reaction. Oh, reaction. We got fire breathing dragons, coked up bears. What? And, and your new destiny are in your future. Starting rumors. Is the, is new, the new Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, Creed release date a mirage? Probably. And of course, as always, the download. But first, let's that, get the shout Fours wanted to do it. Yeah, I, I thought you wanted to do the, the line. The, the download. Yeah, some uh, shmiga news for all the shmiga. Mega nerds. Mega dude. Mega dude. I'm so gonna get educated on the word Schmiga tonight. I feel it. Oh, dude, no, it's it's Schmiga. Uh, and and yes, uh, we're gonna talk some some Schmiga news. And you're gonna, <laughs> if you haven't watched that show, you need to. It is it is awesome, man. Well, okay then. Schmiga dude. Uh, but before we get into anything else, before we venture off into all of the uh into the side tracking tracks that we're gonna do, uh. Of course, but first, let me get a shout out. 
Shout out to Poddex. In fact, this episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or an existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience or get more engagement, you're going to want to check out Poddex and use code NERDING10 and get 10% off your Poddex purchase. So that's 10% off the, the app, which is like 40 bucks for like the entire year. And you get access to like all the Poddex, um, the shirts, the hats, the coffee mugs, the what else do they have? They got a ton of other stuff. I forgot what it is now. All but they the got things. a ton of stuff. Use code NERDING10, get 10% off all their Poddex merch. It's amazing. We use Poddex when we do cons. So when we're hosting um, Comic Cons and doing interviews, we use Poddex questions and the guests always love it. They're like, oh, that's such an interesting question. And then it, it's a 10 minute conversation just about that. So it's awesome. Use code NERDING10. Also, <laughs> how about a shout out to Dubby? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> And if you haven't figured this out 111 some odd times by now, Dubby is an emerging brand of energy drinks created to help focus, concentration, reaction time with no jitters or crash. Now, Dubby contains no maltodextrin and sugar, no fillers, artificial colors, or dyes. It is practically sugar-free and keto-friendly. So what you may be asking yourself at this moment in time is what is it that makes Dubby different from other gaming supplements? Well, I'm going to answer that question for you right the freak now. Dubby is one of the few drinks that contains Neurofactor, a nootropic derived from the coffee fruit. Neurofactor helps give your brain focus and clarity, while the 150 milligrams of caffeine and three essential B vitamins help you stay alert and energized. So you can find out more about Dubby at www.dubby.gg. And of course, you can use the code NERDING10 for 10% off at your checkout. And as always, folks, Dubby is exactly what gives me Master Roshi, the fuel for all of his raging perversion. <laughs> all day and night, baby. God, I hate you, Roshi. And we love you, Vegeta. <laughs> Pig, grab my dick. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Whoa, hey. <laughs> Pour me a dubby oh, first. Jeez. God. Oh my God. I just I'm I'm like halfway between what the hell just happened and yes, just just all of that. God, Dubby <laughs> has got to be appreciating all of this. Uh, I hope they are. I hope they are, man. I I, I I hope Anthony listens to every episode and is like, God, they're idiots. <laughs> He's like, wait, wait, our product fuels what? <laughs> yeah, that's right. You heard me. Every day and night. Training. Seriously, uh, carry on. Enough, I, I, go. I, I, what I need to do is just cut out an excerpt of you doing that and send it to Anthony so he can be like, all right, I'm putting this on our website. <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 or either that, or he's gonna put a huge moratorium on that fast. Oh, in the heartbeat, like, uh, <laughs> making dick jokes is not cool. We're, we're, we're <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. Uh, <laughs> So with that all being said, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for that time of the week because it's not Saturday, but it is time for the Geek Oh my goodness. KyberCon 3 is right around the corner. February 3rd, noon to 5 February in Fairfield. Or, sorry. Sorry. 11th. 11th. <laughs> I got to see. I'm excited. It's, like it's on my birthday? Oh, yeah. It is your birthday. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, Geek End Update. If anybody wants to buy Young Phila a, a gift, his birthday is February 3rd. It, but, just means, mm, it just means you're on his mind. You can buy him a ticket to KyberCon 3, <laughs> February 11th in Fairfield, California. Come meet Squid Games actor John. 
John D. Michaels, who is an amazing person. He's been on our show, right? Yeah, yeah he has. Been a long time now. But yeah, he's making like his first uh, U.S. appearance in a long time. So that'll be awesome. He played a uh, VIP number one in this in Squid Games. It's hosted by uh, Tommy Bechtold from mm-hmm. New Rock Stars. Yeah, awesome. baby. He is super funny. I, I love his video. Um, so he'll be, I mean, he's an actor. He's a comedian. Uh, he's one of the hosts on New Rock Stars on YouTube. So they pump out tons of content. Um, that'll be amazing. Um, we'll also have Alan Fernandez. And if who's also been on the show. Alan yeah, Fernandez. Is, the show, uh, Alan Fernandez. He was an OG Star Wars actor from uh, Star Wars A New Hope. He was the Bantha writer, the Tuscan that was on, on the Bantha. How cool is that? You can you can meet and get an autograph from an original Star Wars actor right here at KyberCon 3. It's going to be amazing. What else we got? Oh, we got flow artists. We got Joshua Pila, who's going to be doing some flow artistry. I wonder what he's going to be doing. Is he going to be doing sabers? I would imagine so. Yeah, I would imagine sabers. Because knives. I just learned that that you could do like flow artists aren't just sabers. Dude, uh, like Mm -hmm. I said, my my where I first got into like flow artistry and and, like how not into but like my first experience with flow artistry was with Firepoint. So it was like I had I had a buddy uh, back when I was a DJ that he would uh, he would spin Firepoint. Good segue because we may see an appearance of DJ Anonymous. What spinning the digital ones and twos at KyberCon, which was Young Phil's former, I don't know, former AKA, I guess. I don't uh, know. Was my, my name back when I was uh, when I was DJing was just DJ Anonymous. Oh my goodness. That's got some mystery sexy appeal to it. I kind of Oh, you it. would love the second part, man. So it was DJ Anonymous, the Titan Sun. What? Yeah, so I oh. called myself the Titan Sun because it was funny, in, in, in the late, in the early 2010s, like EDM scene, uh, everybody called themselves bass gods, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a bass god and I'm base this right so i was like i mean that's fun but how do i spin that right well gods were the sons of the titans the titan sun right and what was cool is i went by the titan sun and nobody got it and i was just like oh i love it i love that nobody gets that i'm also calling myself a base god but i'm doing it in a way that's different from everyone else and it just yeah it was awesome just take, a, just take a moment to take all that in just yeah <laughs> so, so, actually, it, 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 so if you actually uh if you look up my soundcloud because i have a couple of uh, uh, mixes that I did back in the day. Uh, yes. If you if you find my SoundCloud, it is Titan Sun Music. Man, okay. I gotta start. <laughs> I gotta start, dude. I gotta start doing some All right. stuff. And All right, loading it. Okay, SoundCloud, slow down. Uh, we have also at KyberCon three. We're gonna have a Combat Saber Squad Twilight Knights will be there along with Sacramento's favorite hip hop son, uh, Mister Hooper will be there. He'll make a special appearance. That's awesome. You know, it's it's a good thing to know um, our boy Van or our boy arc because he gets everybody to come hang out when it, when he's having an event like Capricorn 3 so that's mm. awesome and then on top of that toy vendors card vendors Pokemon vendors hunt saber vendors it's going to be awesome everybody hanging out everybody doing cosplay come hang out with us guys that's oh. that's see Andrew Nelson was through was through van at Capricorn like okay exactly. let, let me let me let me say something for reals for reals and I, I think I said this last week but I'll say it again look I'm not a native Californian I'm a native Floridian and we have cons of different shapes and sizes here we have big cons we got mega con we got tampa bay comic con and then we have small cons like ocala con and little things that are thrown in the mall let me just say something kyber con 3 yeah it's not mega con sized but you will never 
ever see a con of this size with this type of guest lineup probably ever again in your life. Oh, You're, it's the only American appearance of John D. Michaels. You got Bechtold hosting this thing. And Eric, and Eric Foss. Eric Foss is going to be there too. Yes. You've got Hooper. <laughs> you've got freaking Twilight Nights. Probably all of them. Uh, You've got freaking Kyber Cave. You've got Distance Nerding. This is ridiculously major for a small con. Buy a freaking ticket and go. Do <laughs> not miss this event. You will miss out on opportunities that you're not going to get again for years. Yeah. If you miss this con. Guys, yeah, go. Fly out from Southern California. Come out from, from uh, you know, Chicago. from Florida. From <laughs> Chicago. Yeah, just just make your way out here because uh, it's it's going to be worth it, guys. It's going to be I, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to do my part. We are sponsoring. Yeah. Sponsored. Yeah. That I is mean, true. Pot out at night mostly. Yes. It's sponsored by Bearded Heavenliness. Yes. That is awesome. That is really cool. <laughs> they mostly pot out at night mostly and there will be exclusive discount codes for merch too from the podcast there oh (laughs) oh snap all kinds of things dude the only thing your merch is gonna be there was that so your merch is gonna be there oh i'm buying i'm I'm buying mostly a nightmare it's happening only the only thing this con is missing is robots 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 (laughs) i'm sure we can get a robot or two maybe a droid but we'll get a robot or two i I think luchurillas needs to get in contact and get a booth there i want an arc doll when I pull the string, it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, man. Oh, God. Oh, man. All right, guys. Uh, we need to start moving on here because uh, otherwise we're going to we're going to go off on hardcore tangents and we will. Right. So, guys, let's get into the meat of the show, because what is this show called? All right. So James, give us the uh, the the introduction. What are we jumping into first? We're gonna watch the trailers. We're gonna watch the Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves trailer. And before we get there, I do have a uh, Dungeonopsis. Oh crap! <gasps> Dungeonopsis. Synopsis. <laughs> A charming thief and a band of unlikely adventurers undertake an epic heist to retrieve a lost relic, but things go dangerous, dangerously awry when they run afoul of the wrong people. Oh my goodness. Have you guys watched this trailer yet? Nope. Yes. <laughs> Yes, let's get into it. All right, it, it's uh, fun. It looks fun. Yes, it does. So let's uh, let's turn this down real quick here, and let's get into this. What? Oh yeah, lots of action. I like it. On your knees. Okay, chop it off. Chop it off. Let's do it. Oh, she's a badass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You know what? I'm thinking they're probably sharper stairs somewhere else. Whenever okay. I see Chris Prine, I, I, I can't unsee um Captain Kirk. It's always Captain <laughs> He's Kirk. Captain Kirk, no matter what, right? So I mean, yeah. just right off the bat, there's a lot of action happening right here. Uh, uh, they're, they're captured for some whatever reason, whatever odd reason, and like you know, it's, there's a lot of action and comedy going on at the same time. Uh, I can't see James's beautiful face. True. Can't see James's beautiful face. Can't see his. Beautiful oh, the face. download live is on top. Oh, and it's yeah. also on top of the trailer. <laughs> but more importantly, on top of his beautiful face there and his beautiful quaff. His <laughs> quaff. I'm quaffing. As I am loving the peppermint patty, dude. It's great. I, I quaff. I quaff. Let, let's continue here. <laughs> We're thieves, but we help the wrong person steal the wrong thing Oops. and unleash the greatest evil the world has ever known. 
Is that Vecna? I think it's Vecna. It's totally Vecna, right? Yes. <laughs> you know who that created. looked like, though? It looked like one of the Knight Sisters from, from Star Wars. It, I mean, yeah. It does. Uh, it's it's like it Ventress's angry aunt. Right. Now, remember, this is D&D. Remember, this is D&D. So, I mean, 100%, that could have been Vecna. Because, yeah. like, the actual Vecna. Not Vecna from, yep. from Stranger things, things. But, like, the actual Necromist. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. An army of the undead. Undead? Sounds lovely. Quite the opposite. I know. I was being ironic. I find irony as a blade that cuts he who wields it most especially. You're not a lot of fun, are you? How are we going to pull this off? We're going to need a team. You need cooling. Follow me to the orifice. Okay, he was totally a rope, wasn't he? I think so. Where are my D&D guys at? Come on. Yeah. I'm, I'm a wow so. guy. Come on. <laughs> You're a wow? <laughs> I'm a wow guy. <laughs> All right. I'm a, I'm a sham wow guy. <laughs> sham wow. Back to the orifice? <laughs> I'll go lost. Let's go. There's some big comedy in there. I mean, they're going to be messed. Oh, shit. Oh, that's not good. Okay, so that's a stone dragon. Uh, that, That's pretty badass. What do you guys think? Oh, yeah. I mean, finally, we have a dragon for the Dungeons and Dragons. We saw the orifice, which is a dungeon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good point. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah. In comparison to the first Dungeons and Dragons movie, there's actually dragons and dungeons, dungeons in this. <laughs> there is hope. Dungeons, dungeons, and more dungeons. All right. What is sick of failing? We can die. There's worse things than die. <laughs> The it action looks amazing. That ever mattered to me, and if we quit now, that's for nothing. I don't want to see you die, which is why I'm going to leave the room. This okay, was that like an owl bear? It is an owl bear. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I think it's called an owl bear too. Yep, absolutely our owl bear. Okay, I was like, that looks like an owl bear. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Throw that out there. <laughs> dragon okay are you shitting yourself when that when that dragon runs at you he's getting snackums <laughs> i know right <laughs> he's not even like flying or lifting his feet off the ground it's, it's just like lazy. let me slide at these guys and i'm pretty sure chris pine just shat himself if I, if I open my mouth and you happen to fall into it it's not my fault <laughs> past tense <laughs> The bridge is protected by an ancient trap. We must not trigger the mechanism. I may have triggered the mechanism. <laughs> so sorry. Yeah. So is that going to be a Fours and Company go to the theater while he's there? Heck yeah! Why not? He comes out, to, dude. I'm I'm completely down for that. That just sounds that's, like a good idea, gentlemen. That's three movies that will be out while I'm there. It's that one, John Wick, and Super Mario, all out in theaters while I'm there. And those are all movies that we all need to watch together. So I mean, I, I mean, that's that's great for me. I uh, 100% uh, feel that. So guys, uh, being that we're at the end of the trailer, what are your guys? Guys, is uh, overall reactions on this? I, I miss Marlon Wayans. <laughs> you miss Marlon? I don't. I do not. 
<laughs> Graveyard, give me your uh, uh, on a scale of uh, uh, zero. This movie sucks to ten. This is the most amazing movie ever made. Uh, where are you at? It's probably going to be a six. It's definitely be better than the first Dungeon Dragons. It's better could be better than um what the, the Night of the Kingdoms where that was Matthew Lillard and Andreas Davis. Yeah, that was awful. Uh, my concern is right now is the if they're all supposed to be thieves, they're wielding magic. That's generally not how thieves roll. Well, okay, but that, <laughs> that may not be what's happening though because you got to remember like it's probably if they're going the route of Dungeons and Dragons, it's probably mm-hmm. party, and they're probably right. like they're honor amongst thieves. There's probably at least two of them are thieves. There's probably like the two main characters, uh, uh, Michelle Rodriguez and Chris Pine, are probably both thieves, right? And then like he, he says it like right at the beginning of the trailer, uh, we have to recruit the best of the best uh, for right. our party. So he's he's prop. They're probably getting a uh, like, like a mage or um, depending on the magic that they're using. I mean, they're, it's probably a mage because of the magic that you see. That's yeah. I mean, they probably have like a paladin in there with them. They probably have, you know, we're probably going to see a dwarf in there or something like that. You know, like, you know, th- there's going to be different uh, characters and whatnot uh, that are in there. I-, I think that just honor among thieves is uh, it's it's going to have more to do with those two characters. And they're probably going to be thieves. I just I just hope they don't all of a sudden switch classes in the middle. That's <laughs> <laughs> I'm no longer a thief. I'm now a bard. <laughs> I play a bard. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm a I'm I'm a fairy bard. Uh <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I'm actually a half work paladin. Uh, my character is a half work paladin. Nice. It's so hard to play that character because it's like you have uh, neutral cha- chaotic as like a uh, uh, as as your mm-hmm. your your personality type, but then you're a paladin and you're supposed to be good, yep. right? So like I, I I'm I'm always playing my personality against my class, right? Because it's like half work paladin prone to violence, uh, pretty much kills everything, especially when you when you gain gain bloodlust, right? But then at the same time, I'm playing Paladin, so everything I have to do is good and has to be uh, um, calculated uh, and has to benefit the party. So it's like, and the, the reason I built the character that way is because of that duality. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So what did you think of it, young Phil? Oh, what did I think of it? Uh, I'm excited for it. There's a good balance of action and comedy. Uh, definitely more balance of action and comedy than the uh, first movie. Um, you know, like my whole thing was I didn't have an issue with Marlon Williams. I had an issue with they just he didn't really have much of a D role within the movie itself he was just kind of comedy relief and it's like i mean if they would have made him a better i guess he would, technically was supposed to be a thief right like i mean you yeah. could made him a better character like make him more of a rogue right and and you know rogues do it from behind right it's just like a <laughs> <Yep. laughs> character that actually was like good in in battle you know like i i felt like that i digress uh going on this movie i'm i'm gonna give this a tr- for trailer um, for the trailer itself, right? Um, I'm going to give this eight gelatinous blobs out mm. of ten. Um, Which was in the trailer. Yes, there was a gelatinous blob in, uh, blob in the trailer. Uh, ten, uh, eight gelatinous blobs out of uh, ten sworn oaths to Paladine. Wow. All right. You Dang. Put, <laughs> you don't have to flash your nerd card. <laughs> <laughs> Force, right. where are you at on this? 
I think it looks like something that's going to be fun, just like straight up fun. Obviously, with a March release, uh, they are not classifying this as a summer action blockbuster like we do get at summertime, nor is this going to be a Academy Award winning movie that comes out in November. So, I mean, it's going to be mo- action blockbuster is where they're really classifying it. So it's the modern, so the modernized humor is starting to get a little played out and a lot of these movies where they have you know you put somebody way way off in time and they speak like it's current tiktoker now um so i'm a little put off by that it does look funny it does look like a lot of fun so i'm gonna give it six d20s out of 10 slithering dragons Ooh, i like it i like it a lot um that was pretty cool to kind of counter that point a little bit uh i finally started watching willow Willow. Right. And Who's the wand, Willow. <laughs> Um, and I'm on episode three. Number one, uh, without without jumping too far into that, uh, Borman is my favorite character. All <laughs> freaking love that guy. Uh, just because he is ridiculously funny, but he's also a badass when it comes down to it, right? Yeah. Um, like it's it's good to see comic relief that's not just there, like you know, tripping in the background. Like he's busting out a giant sword and like taking down knights, but at the same time, he's saying like the most ridiculous dumb things. But digress aside from that, uh, my counter is saying that um modern speak doesn't hinder willow okay real super fast and then i'll then i'll stop (laughs) i have a teenage daughter as she grew up i had to watch disney shows with her not just disney shows disney sitcoms oh living like living maddie things like that (laughs) willow is (laughs) willow is chock full of that disney-fied teenage studio audience humor it is is. they just they just make it a little bit more mature but it is super ultra hella Disney-fied completely. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really the only, like, that's the one point I'll take off of Will. Everything else, I love it. It's a, it's a fantastic show and, and I think they they paid homage to the original movie beautifully and they added so much lore. I'm so yeah. glad they did. Well, like I said, I just that's- finished episode three last night and, you know, you get... I like the payoff that you get because like the first three episodes, you think that a certain character isn't what you think he's going to be. Right. And then end of episode three, everything pays off. And it's like, oh, my God, he's such a badass. And Uh, they'll do that to you two more times throughout the series. Oh, I love it. Uh, And again, for an eight episode series, it's so good so far. So, I mean, you know, uh, I'm going to continue watching that. I still have other things I need to do, too. But uh, I'll give Dungeons and Dragons a seven out of seven dragons out of of 10 lazy sliding dragons thanks for asking everybody <laughs> i was going james, there james, yeah. did you do you like the, do you like the trailer james i invite you to give I us like your opinion right I, now i enjoyed the comedy <laughs> i like the comedy i mean it's chris pine it's always going to be chris pine chris pine he's he's going to be the same guy the In same the same cadence whether it's you know he's playing steve trevor or playing captain kirk it's the same dude and it's like that's you get what you get he's the vanilla that's <laughs> It's gonna kind of bind everything together, but I wouldn't even the vanilla is more like the vanilla extract. But okay, <laughs> I, thought, I thought it, I thought it was fun. <laughs> I don't know what the budget is on this, but the the it's pretty hot. Looked really really good. That stone dragon did look really badass. Yeah, the dragon yeah. at the end of the trailer also looked pretty badass. Slithery. Yeah. I, I, I like that they 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 kind of made them look like salamanders, and I kind of like that with the wide uh the wide heads. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, like, but that last one looked like a Pokemon. It just it did. But it I mean, like, like a Pokemon. I 
kind of like that they're making them kind of like you know like wide and and large like they're just giant lizards right that's why that, you like me exactly <laughs> <laughs> but they're, they're, like big, they're like big salamanders right and and it's kind of like i like i like that they're making them look like things that we're used to rather than just being you know complete fictionist dragons like giant alligators essentially like the way that most dragons look yeah. you know yeah. I, I i like that they're making them just big versions of lizards that we're used to seeing already I so agree. that all being said uh we got everybody's opinion on that right yes yep. we did thanks for asking okay just making sure uh let's go ahead and move <laughs> on to some more uh i don't know i can't make a good cocaine joke uh james go ahead <laughs> You what need a in cocaine the royal joke? F is that? Cocaine bear. <laughs> cocaine bear. Come on. Have you, have, wait, hold on, hold on. Have you not heard of this movie? Only once, but oh. I didn't think it was real. Have you, you heard of the actual story? Dream. I mean, that's like Florida never... Man Story 101 right there. Exactly. <laughs> this could oh, be your backyard. Uh, J- yes. James, uh, James, I need you to give them the the, uh, the description on this. Go ahead. Oh, no, I think I think we just need to watch. Okay. I'll, I'll no, do I'm Florida, okay. man. Please allow me. <laughs> <laughs> Man, please read the description real quick. Yes. All right. Cocaine Bear Universal Pictures has released a new promo spot for the Elizabeth Banks directed movie. Now, this film is inspired by the insane true story of a giant 500 pound American yep. black bear that goes on a murderous rampage after ingesting a shit ton of cocaine <laughs> after a drug runner's plane crashes. This movie is produced by Phil Lord and Chris Miller hitting theaters February 24th of this year. Yep. My God, it's real. Yes. Real quick, how this, do we I learn? remember when this happened. I remember when this happened, and it was like the biggest meme on on, uh, on Facebook. Oh, absolutely. Wait how a do minute. we know uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, just, just so we're on the same page? Phil Lord and Chris Miller are the guys who gave Lego us, Movie. Yep. Well, Lego Movie, they gave us uh, Spider-Man, into, well, the, 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 the animated Spider-Man movies with Miles Morales. Uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller were the original, uh, were the guys who were originally working on on solo before they uh got fired uh, oh okay so then everything is awesome yeah, yes. yeah. last man on earth with phil will forte yeah mm-hmm. well, that, that's right he uh, they were on that i mean phil lord and chris miller have an amazing track record so like everything yeah. is great oh. now on top of that it's directed by elizabeth banks i didn't realize that she directed this i didn't realize it either yeah this image is kind of concerning me a little oh bit. no you're you you're ready for this right you're ready to see oh. what cocaine bear is going to be all about i'm Which? not ready my beard is not ready <laughs> <laughs> better get ready because we're about to watch it. Let's do so it. Really. Oh, Jesus. What is that? Whoa. Shit. <laughs> Beth, we should go. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that bear is coked up his shit right now. <laughs> just, just, did you see his eyes? Oh my god, he wanted, he wanted to start a business. He wanted <laughs> to. Uh, <laughs> he was going to start a podcast. Podcast. Oh, that be, that podcast. bear is ready to go. Dude, we should start a podcast. we should go. Go hit a club or something, man. We should just go hit a club. <laughs> oh, my goodness. oh god. Millions of dollars worth of cocaine fell from the sky this morning. In Knoxville, Tennessee. There's more this out there. They dumped it somewhere. I'm looking for my daughter's forest is a dangerous place. Henry, check it out. Something got into it. A deer, maybe. Okay, if it was a deer, that would be amazing because a coke up deer would be freaking hilarious too. But it was a bear. 
Inspired by true events. Oh, yes. cocaine was lost. I need you to go and get it. No, 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 don't eat that. Don't eat that. The bears just ate a key of coke. Oh, my God. By the way, I think that I, I think this is Ray Liotta's last movie. Oh yeah, before he died. Quite possibly. Yeah. That has on. The bear. It fucking did cocaine. Speaking of solo. The bear did cocaine. <laughs> the only line that has been said so far is the bear did cocaine. Yep. Right. Like twice. It was the bear did cocaine. <laughs> there was a bear. A bear? It was far. Hey, that's inappropriate. You're safe. Bears can't climb trees. What the? What? Bears can't climb trees? <laughs> Look at his face. Look at his face. Kid, who taught you? Who taught you life? Is that a redneck Jesse Eisenberg? <laughs> <laughs> that, ladies and gentlemen, I can is Florida it. man. Look at that face! Look at it! <laughs> it's covered in coke. He should be scared for his life. Of course, I, can. I think he's just that white. <laughs> oh. Hiya, baby. Hiya, baby. Oh, he's on the coke. Okay, are we going to talk about how fast he climbed up that tree? That's probably because <laughs> he's on coke. Tree. <laughs> kind of seems like the thing that stays with the man forever. Apex predator. <laughs> Hi on cocaine. <laughs> Out of his mind. Did it just sniff more cocaine? <laughs> oh yeah, off a leg. Yeah, of course. Uh, I so so from what I heard, what happened with this bear is uh, it like it, it had it ended up going into cardiac arrest after a while. Oh, don't ruin it. Come no, on. I don't know if that happens in the movie because you know it's a movie. They change stuff all the time. But from what I remember, uh, over like the real articles, like the bear was hopped up on cocaine and then his heart couldn't handle it, and he ended up going into cardiac arrest. That's not how you make sequels. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They're gonna change it. Inspired by true events, they're gonna change it so they can make another movie. Well, let's Second finish one, heroin. Let's yes. finish the trailer before we feel sad for this bear. Oh, oh there it is. Oh man, you fucked. What the fuck is wrong with that Whoa. bear? <laughs> Shoot it, man. Bear, bear, bear. Look at that thing go. We have such good luck in nature. <laughs> That's some oh, Jurassic Park right there, dude. Like, oh, just, yeah. just straight up just hops on him. Uh, so, so this this trailer, this movie in general is one hundred percent a uh, is 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 a uh, uh, graveyard movie. I'm, I'm oh, just... absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. We we are already planning for this movie, the podcast, because we're gonna do like Piranha, uh, Razorback, Jaws, nice. and just Animals Gone Awry podcast. That's perfect. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, before anybody else gives their opinion, fours. What did you think of this uh trailer before now going into it? The anticipation for it. Where are you? What in the coked up Florida man <laughs> shit was that? <laughs> oh my god, dude. <laughs> so I know. 
I'm gonna have to give that um I'm gonna have to give that four beehives out of ten bricks of coke. <laughs> That, oh, was, right. that was that was ragingly awful and what's even funnier is that i'll watch it it's so bad it's good it's one of those things oh, it's absolutely. like it's like megan it's like megan it's so bad you have to own it like oh, it's, it's just so bad and good at the same time jesus uh james what's Florida your uh, man he never ceases to amaze me god i hate the actually- state so much <laughs> i was in tennessee had, though i know it's it's right around the corner Filled i had no interest in seeing this movie or, or learning anything about it but like after seeing the trailer and knowing that like you know phil lord and chris miller did this like i'm so excited for this i just want to go in with like a huge tub of popcorn and just have like the time of my life you know what i mean like it's just meant to be fun who cares what's real and what's not real it's just a bear going ape shit on on a bunch of campers and it's gonna be so much fun i'm so excited i want like i'm i want to give this uh eight dismembered uh legs with coke on it to um <laughs> 10 uh to bears leaping into runaway ambulances <laughs> <laughs> Because it's just like, fun. Let's God, just have fun. Dude. Absolutely. Uh, Graveyard, what do you think? Oh, I'm super stoked for this. I've been waiting for this movie since I heard about this. Uh, so, yeah, I'm giving it 9.5 kilos out of 10 drug Lord and Miller. Woo! Wow. <laughs> Good. I don't, uh, I, don't know what, I don't know what looks more exciting, this movie or Blood and Honey. Oh, God, Blood honest. and Honey. That's another oh, Blood and Honey is number 10 out of 10. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> it's like, That's yeah, the Winnie the Pooh one? Absolutely. Yes, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Disney Lost. <laughs> Their uh, got lo- or not lost. Oh, yeah. They uh, they no longer have the rights for Winnie the Pooh. So public domain, public domain, baby. Uh, I'm definitely giving this nine um nine found kilos in the forest out of ten bears knocking down doors with pupils the size of baseballs. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's uh, it's, we should have done. You should done out of uh, picnic baskets. <laughs> <laughs> Picnic baskets. You found hey, my boo-boo. basket. Hey, boo boo. Hey, boo boo. We got some coke filled picnic baskets. <laughs> hey, boo boo. See this picnic basket? I found this white brick in it. I don't know what it does. Let's go. Let's go steal some picnic baskets. Hey, boo boo. Let's start a podcast. <laughs> you, Mr. Ranger. Yogi's out here tripping balls. <laughs> oh my goodness. We are one month away from this film. I'm excited. Oh my yes. God, dude. <laughs> Please let's move on quickly. Oh, I think I deviated my septum. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. <laughs> Oh, before, right. before you deviate from the podcast, uh, I know, right? Uh, so we've got two trailers up uh, up next here. Uh, specifically, something that me and Graveyard are going to be really excited for, guys. Let's talk about some knife, some Lightfall. Yes. Woo. All right. So I've got two trailers here. Right. Um, a month ago at uh at at the gaming awards, they dropped a Lightfall trailer. Uh, and we didn't show it on the show, but I figured, okay, let's do Destiny Two Lightfall. 
let's do the announcement trailer, the reveal trailer. Uh, and then they yesterday they drop a environment trailer. Uh, so we're going to play both of those. All right. So Destiny 2 players uh, can use emblem code TNN-DKM-6LG. Write that down, guys. To get a new emblem inspired by the year of the rabbit, you can also purchase new items uh, like a new exotic ghost, ship, sparrows, and festive ornaments from the Eververse store. Lightfall releases on February 28th. Uh, so I'm I'm excited because I, I mean Destiny is a game I love I love in general, right? And I'm sure you do too, right, Graveyard? Oh, absolutely. I play it every week when it's on. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah. I mean, we we've got some news later on in the in, in the download when we get yeah. to the news about some some Destiny stuff. Yeah, when it's I on. kind, I kind of that's think. funny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so let's only go. reason why we were able to get you on the podcast today <laughs> it's because it's Destiny right now. <laughs> Uh, so let's watch the reveal trailer for Lightfall just to give context for the trailer that came out yesterday. Let's go. When they see this glorious end. Ah, uh, Callus. It, that, that's Callus, right? That's Callus, yes. Yeah, the Emperor himself. Yep. All his robot-y space rhino goodness. And, mm -hmm. I, and I love that I'm saying it that way because James is probably like, what the fuck? Space rhino? I don't know what I'm... I don't He's know a space I'm rhino. <laughs> <laughs> they will come for us. To savor the fruitless trouble. Okay, that new armor. Oh, that's Callus right there. Uh, that new armor uh is very like eighties. Oh, like a lot of the stuff that people have been say saying is like comparing it to cyberpunk, but it's very much more like new wave is the way that I see it. Oh, that. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and then yeah, that's that's Callus. Uh, without his armor. <laughs> without his armor, right? It's he's a little. I mean, he's a little creepier without his armor. He's, he's a little naked. He's a little naked. Yeah. He needs braces. <laughs> Okay, so that was the um I'm trying to remember his name, but he's the uh uh the, the the witness, right? The witness, yes. Yeah, so he's he's the new villain uh that we know nothing about. Well, we did fight him in the the raid. Right, right. Well, I mean <laughs> right. So we 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 fought him and everything, you know, but the thing is is like we still don't know much about him, right? We don't know much about right. his whole race. We know that they kind of like they're the ones that built the traveler, right? Yeah, he's he's the embodiment of the darkness of the void. Right. The opposite the light. Right. And the, I mean showing the pyramid right there cuz that's yep. the whole thing with that. All right. And then come and see. Okay, are we getting a whip for for? <laughs> it's for, a new sub. It's a new subclass. Oh, is that what that is? Is part of the yep. new subclass? Yep. That's right. I forgot that they were uh, dropping new subclasses on this. So you can swing like Spider Man. Yeah. Yep. You got got hunters. Just you're just giving hunters more reasons to be the master class, right? Uh, they're getting nerfed with the subclass. <laughs> oh, are they getting nerfed? Yeah. So so who's get who's getting the buff? Is it gonna be Titans again? Because Titans, Titans. always get buffed. Yes. No, cocaine bears. Cocaine. Bears. <laughs> Because <laughs> Titans <laughs> always get buffed. Like it's 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 gonna be like you're gonna go and play PvP and 
it's going to be the worst thing ever because Titans are just going to be running through like like when they buff them for shoulder charge and mm-hmm. you have unlimited shoulder charge, you pretty much just killed everybody on the map. Yep. It's going to be the same thing. It's like, you know who never gets uh, any kind of buff? Warlocks. You know why? Because warlocks are badass on their own. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> who they are. Because only in the end. That is the light year font. <laughs> Pixar. <laughs> oh, so the question on that is how does that change jump puzzles in dungeons if you can swing like Spider-Man? Uh, I imagine it's only gonna be on the new move or the new okay. plan. Because the other thing would be like, say you're gonna go do King's Fall, right? Yeah. Yep. And 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 then you have to go through the wall of dicks. Yep. Right. I mean, you're just gonna. I mean, most people just sword surf anyway, so it doesn't really. Matter. That's true. A lot of people sword surf through, through the wall of dicks, but I mean, okay. The reason it's called the wall of dicks because I know. Everybody, <laughs> what, what the hell is happening? What are you guys talking about? Uh, so it's this this jumping puzzle in 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 like as you're trying to get to the to the last boss, uh, and it's basically got these like plungers that like kick you off the wall, and if you mm-hmm. really look at them, they look like giant dicks. <laughs> so that's it's very what, accurate. What, game are you guys playing destiny, destiny 2 mm-hmm. i used to play this game like a year ago and i got really really far and i had a lot of friends i played with and then i was a band well the, you know two people on this channel that could play yeah. with you the, the, the issue being that um because if you were if you weren't playing very long like uh if you didn't play in d1 you probably didn't play that raid and then now they just re-released it with mm-hmm. d2 so and dude is it just me or is king's fall like 10 times easier in oh, destiny absolutely than it was in destiny 1 <laughs> like, absolutely remember, dude, like golgoroth was like the hardest character to uh, play and like dude I ha- I remember I had to hide behind everything trying not to get shot by Golgoroth now I can just like run around and it's like nothing mm-hmm. like I don't have to hide behind anything <laughs> so this game looks a lot different than when I watch you playing Destiny 2 so it's this is more out in the open and brighter this is, a, this is a brand new world that we have never visited so it's a it's a different part of humanity that they didn't know existed still they thought the last city on you know the on earth easy was the last civilization of humanity mm, got, so, it, got it got it got yep. it and this is the moon of neptune right i think it's i think it is neptune okay so i know i remember this is supposed to be like a new planet that, that yes. we've never gotten within the game right i mean they did wipe out half of them already yeah <laughs> yeah i mean we lost like all like the, all the different planets that we've been on so it's kind of cool that we're getting a new world like in general yeah, yep. kind of miss mercury but i mean like still you know now, i mean this was this was kind of cinematic right not really gameplay trailer. right correct what did you guys think of it uh i mean i I mean, I'm stupid excited for it, right? So, I mean, like, it's I being a, a Destiny fan, and and I mean, you know, um, Forsaken was like such a great push within Destiny 2. Uh, and from like all the stuff we got from Forsaken, moving on to just seeing what Lightfall is gonna be, uh, I, I'm giving this a 10 out of 10, no matter what. I'm giving it 10, uh, um, I'm gonna give it 10 XO bodies out of 10, um, 10 K sixes that should be brought back into the game yeah i miss kate six i'm sorry he's the he was the best character in the kate game kate six is voiced by nathan fillion by the way yeah. words i don't know nathan uh, fillion grave <laughs> what do you what do you think of this are you excited for this oh i'm absolutely excited um i started playing this with Se- 
Salem on Tuesdays. Uh-huh. That's like five years ago. So yeah. Uh, no, it's going to be, I don't want to say, you know, I'd say 10 blue Ingrams because those are going away. Finally. They're getting um, blue Ingrams. Y- yep. Yes. Finally happening. Blue Ingrams are the worst. Yes. So 10 blue. Ingrams, I know. Right. So uh, <laughs> out, out of uh, 10 ghost shells. Nice. So wait, so, so post game, like once you get legendary or yeah, once you get legendary, then it's just nothing but, uh, but epics and legendaries. The only way you can level up is uh, your is your uh, pinnacles anyway. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying is like yeah. that. So the, the, it, I mean, because you already get legendary or not legendary. I keep saying legendaries. Uh, you you already oh no they are legendaries. The, you yeah. already get legendaries that yep. uh, that drop at light level and then pinnacles will be like higher and then of course you get your exotics. But I mean like yeah you know like so I mean it, yeah I, it, I mean for, I'm I'm tired of like just blues dropping and it's like for what There's, they're, they're they're pointless. I don't need blues. So. So James and I know Forge, you know this, but the blue Ingrams give you the base level of the weapon, and it just fills your inventory. So it's absolutely useless to pick up. So you just dismantle it anyway. So it just should just go away because there's nothing for the game. At this point. I've been saying for a while that if you if you pick yeah. up a blue, you, they should they should do an auto dismantle. Yep, absolutely. It's like um, picking up a nickel now. Like oh, there's money on the ground. Oh, it's a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, it's, it, it's like being Bill Gates and finding a penny on the ground. Right. <laughs> yes. Right. Like being Bill Gates and finding a hundred on the ground okay well, yeah uh, so so i'm actually really interested in uh what james thinks of the trailer in general does it make I, you want to play it uh james is not a gamer man no um <laughs> does it make you want it looks cool i'll give you this it looks really cool um i like how uh like more colorful it is like when i watch philippe play it's like oh no grab and dreary yeah yeah like, another dark the entire time dreary, hiding behind big rocks and but this one looked kind of cool you know it's out in kind of a futuristic city mm-hmm. type thing and the and the plant life look cool so yeah it was Would cool you... and, and i got to see more of like the the characters but i think you know it's more of a cinematic thing but yeah look would cool. you would you watch uh fours philippe and i play it heck yeah live? all right come on i'm waiting <laughs> all right it'd be nice to get all three of you guys play so i don't just do fart fart noises at, uh, <laughs> at me exactly uh fours. The fart noises. <laughs> fours what's your uh what's your take on that trailer man truthfully it makes me want to pick the game back up it just makes me sad yeah. because like I'm so filled with all the other games and edits and all the other stuff that I do like here <laughs> what other things be, what are you talking about? to be other to, to be able to play I mean you do nothing else get out of here with that and I'm getting to everything <laughs> else and you know it um no dude it looks phenomenal it really really does um I will give that I will give that 10 PlayStation 4s out of 10 Xbox Fours. ones <laughs> and by the way I actually have the game on Xbox Series X it was it was the very when I got my Series X, um, it was the very first game I bought for it, which mm-hmm. was Destiny 2. And I, oh, I, was, playing, I was playing with my buddy uh, Link from uh, Repulse Collectibles for a good long time. We probably, probably played with him for like eight months or so uh, every other day. So got relatively far, but I just haven't, I haven't touched it probably like eight or nine months now. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, makes me want to play again. Yeah, I'm, I'm in, uh, so there's, there's this guy, he's like the number one streamer in like all of California when it comes to Destiny. Um, Is that you? And, no, I wish it were me. Uh, NDS Talon. Uh, I'm in his. Yep. Are you really? Yeah. I'm in, oh, so you know who NDS Talon is? Yes. Yeah. I'm in NDS Talon's clan. Actually, one of my one of my good friends, uh, Daniel Torres, uh, is uh, NDS Right Hand of God. Wow. Oh. Did we see him at uh, 
Capitola yeah. Comic Con? Okay. Yeah. yeah. He uh um he came to Capitola Comic Con and uh he, he came dressed as uh um as uh, as Darth Revan, um, you, you guys remember a couple weeks ago, I in 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 the Kuiper Cave chat, I put in a picture of a, one of my buddies uh, had created armor in Destiny, and I was like, "What does that look like to you guys?" Yeah, yeah, he made Revan armor in Destiny. Yeah, that was yeah. sick. Yeah, very. Shout cool. out to Moon's Custom Armory in the uh, in the chat, one of the best uh, lightsaber creators in the entire community. Okay. I'm glad you said that because I was going to ask what. So he creates sabers. He makes sabers. That's awesome. Yep. He actually shout out uh, to Moon's Custom. He actually did this old Republic saber for me. Oh, hello there! This Even the, the leather saber, work. This is the this is the first saber. Hello there. You get in the game, and he did this for me. Nice, very nice. cool, very nice work. Uh, so, Grave. Before we move on, uh, what is your take on that trailer, man? Oh no, I, it's it, I'm ecstatic for it. Like I said, I've been every week story mode pinnacles, you know, gilding my dredgen every season as well. So no, I'm excited. I'm, I want more maps and more strikes. I'm sick of the same stuff. So I'm I mean, this big stuff. And I mean, we got more strikes like what this last week but i mean still it's it, not it, enough they get old man they get old really quick there's three gambit arenas yeah, that we need yeah. more gambit arenas yes. now, for a can while. i ask you a question do you guys all play on xbox no uh grave plays on playstation, PlayStation. and yep. i play on xbox but like it's cross-platform though so we can play it, it is now it is now it didn't used to be the problem is is uh micing up no you can do you can use do Discord. voice chat you can use voice chat over it and you can do the crossover does it I play with my buddy on PC. On PC, we play over the Destiny voice chat. Oh, God, Destiny voice chat's so bad though. Yeah. Discord boys, use Discord. True, we should do Discord. Uh, we'll, yep. we'll, we'll we'll try that here. Uh, yeah. what's, what's your overall rating on the graveyard? I give them ten blue Ingrams out of the ten. Oh, that's ghost, right. Yeah, the, that's the right. You give it ghost shells. Yes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. All right, so let's watch this other trailer here. So that was the announced trailer. Uh, this is the trailer that dropped yesterday. It's an environmental trailer, so it's just showing us more of the world. Um, I'm assuming. Because uh, I haven't watched it yet. I'm assuming we're probably going to get some actual gameplay in here, given that it's supposed to be an environmental trailer. So let's check it out. Just look at this place. Oh, Cyberpunk. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Uh, quick, quick shout out on this. So originally, what we, the, the voice we just heard was Ghost. Uh, and Ghost is now voiced by Nolan North. Mm -hmm. Originally, for those of you who didn't play Destiny 1, right? Uh, it was voiced by uh, Peter Dinklage. That wizard came from the moon. <laughs> yeah. And the, the reason that they ended up redoing the entire game with Nolan North was because Dinklage, you could tell he didn't want to do it. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was just so... <laughs> He, he, it was like the line delivery was just, oh, look, it's the hive. <laughs> Like you're just you know, grumpy the ent entire time. Really bad. Like what's funny is everybody was when 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 Nolan North switched over on there. Everyone was like, "What happened to Dinklebot?" Dinklebot. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we we essentially had half of the Firefly ensemble cast in this at one point. Yeah. Um. And what's cool is uh, Nolan North. Uh. He brought. I. I. Because I, I was upset at first when uh, when they redid the voice, but then I, like as I kept playing, I was like, yeah, I couldn't go back to to Peter Dinklage as as Ghost because Nolan North gives it so much so much more like character character like there's so much more strength in his voice acting on that oh, it's, oh, also, it's also because it's freaking Nolan North but I mean right. like uh, alright let's go back we always thought we were the last ones left much more color welcome to Neptune Nightmare I hope we can find common ground or at least common enemies Callus is ready to annihilate this city. Stand with me to defend the Amuna and its people. Ooh. 
little Japanese inspiration there. All right. Mm -hmm. See, this looks cooler. There's, it's like interesting. The environment looks really cool. You know yeah. what it kind of reminds me of is the reef. I don't know what that is. Well, I'm I'm trying to see what uh what graveyard thinks there. Like, did, does that remind you of the reef at all? Yeah, yeah, it does. You know, kind of like where Spider used to be. Like when you uh, when you go in there, like some of that. Yeah, reminds me of yeah, that. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Tangled Shore, all that stuff. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> it kind of does remind me of Tangled Shore. You know, yeah. um, not so much the the Dreaming City. The Dreaming City is such a right. You know, completely can, different world. I can see Spider going here. I definitely. <laughs> would see spider hanging out here that freaking pirate all right <laughs> <Let's go back. laughs> and oh is that you my tenacious little guardian so good of you to be tonight's entertainment <laughs> Ouch. Holy crap, is that Vex? Yeah, totally it's, Vex. It's it's couldn't be probably a new Vex enemy. Because that it, it almost looks like um God, who's the boss from the first raid from uh Vault of Glass? <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, I'm trying to Glass remember. Joe. I don't know. <laughs> but like he, he almost looks like him though a little bit. Uh, yeah. Atheon. Yeah. Atheon. Uh, um, is it Atheon? Atheon. Yeah. Atheon. Yeah. Yeah. Is this all the traveler's chosen guardians can muster? An arcade? Fighting in an arcade? Okay, so it looks like when he's swinging, there's there's anchor points. Yeah. So that that's how they get around with. Oh yeah, you can't just do this anywhere you want. Oh, they'll they'll break it so they can do it anywhere they want. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's gonna find a way to cheese it. It's gonna happen. <laughs> yep. Nothing's cheese proof. Exactly. Oh, look at that tank though. <laughs> you cannot escape oblivion. Embrace the end. Why does Cal look 10 times bigger? He's already big, but it's like... That's a great question. Like, he looked <laughs> way bigger, didn't he? Yeah. He's been bulking up on Neptune. What are you talking about? Apparently, <laughs> I guess so. He's just pissed off because his daughter's become a main character in the game. That, that's fair. <laughs> that's really fair. <laughs> she's and she's no longer... Uh, uh, she's no longer the villain. You know, she's totally a good guy, even though she's like a weird space rhino. She that, is a space that, rhino, yes. <laughs> that, that, that oddly wants to... Uh, that, Oddly wants to bang and awoken. So I mean, just you feel the sexual tension between her and Zavala, right? Oh. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, Zavala, the character I'm talking about is Lance Riddick. So <laughs> Yep, from Fringe, from the one season of Resident Evil. Man, you guys are gonna be busy because Lightfall <laughs> comes out in like a month, right? Yeah. yeah. And I haven't even been doing any prep work, man. I've been playing so much Call of Duty and I'm I've been like kind of lightweight getting back into Destiny, but Cocaine Bear comes out on the twenty fourth of February. Destiny two <laughs> Lightfall comes out on February twenty eighth. Oh my goodness. And we have two games coming out. Well, one game out today and one game out in three days too. For Spoken and Dead Space Remake. Dead Space. Oh. Oh, oh man, I have uh, I've got that pre-ordered already and it's ready to download. I'm playing that on our show. Uh, and oh, are you? You're playing it too? Yeah. Uh huh. Really? 
supposedly you now the um the uh, uh the publisher put out that um so they changed a lot of the jump scares good so, so they said that they, they didn't want it to be predictable so they changed a whole bunch of them and made them different and did different things they said it is completely terrifying even the director doesn't want to play it yeah he said like this is not a game you play at night by yourself like yep. it's it is gonna be a uh, yeah no this comes out this friday right uh, yes yep okay because yeah i gotta go i gotta go pick up my copy this friday then. yep all right well Oof. we've uh we've we've pushed a lot today on on this stuff right here but guys it is time to get into the next segment and that is getting into some rumors i don't know any getting that knows but i'm not mad if tonight it comes true oh let's got some rumors i want to got some rumors with you one rumor and it's a gaming it's a big gaming episode we've got a gaming rumor the next assassin's creed game dubbed assassin's creed mirage is set to come out and the rumor is it's coming out june 30th what do you guys think that's not gamer buddies yet. tacos on the table where are you uh my tacos are on the table with that i'm i'm gonna say that it is coming out at that time they've had two years working on it um maybe actually longer uh hold on grab you this uh yeah i mean it you know they've been working on it for a while now um um, and this one's supposed to be going back to the Middle East, right? I believe I so. think so. Oh, yeah. I, I think it's going to Baghdad. Yeah. So I think this one's like we're, we're going back to like, you know, the original storyline and mm-hmm. getting uh, that 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 original because uh, I think they said that this is the first time in franchise history that they're going back to um, the original characters. Look, uh, yeah, my question, right? my question is, is this because, you know, they're going to be doing two different lines of Assassin's Creed. Those that want the original stealth, you're able to kill everyone stealthy from behind with one kill and then those that want the RP element of games which one's that category supposed to be in for this do we know I think this is supposed to be the RPG element like okay. the whole idea is that they're uh, they're taking everything that they've learned mm-hmm. over the last like you know 10 years of making this game and they're uh, um, and they're gonna apply it to this to, to like basically you know other characters that we have like I mean as long as it's not like unity where it's like you get this character that is, unity <laughs> you get this character that has n- absolutely no know anything and it's just like a, a, a character that has you know you have to start from the ground up like I like these games where uh like Valhalla where it's like you know you, you you're just kind of you're already a skilled warrior and you're moving your way in you know right yeah I mean it, I think they should release it I don't think there's anything come out that June time frame game wise so it makes sense to release it in that window just because there can be a lull in the, I think gaming mm-hmm. do you guys play Assassin's Creed I played uh, the first one <laughs> uh, I have played every Assassin's Creed game since they've come out. Okay. Or at least every console game. I haven't played like some of the side scroller ones and some of the ones that have been released on on mobile and all that. Uh but I've played like every console release. So what do you I think? Play- June 30th, tacos on the table? Oh my tacos are on the table. It's it's for sure that like, I think that game's it's coming out. Especially with like Ubisoft's new release schedule, like the way that they've been doing it to try and avoid crunch. Yeah. The the weird thing for me is like don't you need some kind of marketing push? That's like what five months away from now, six months they'll, away? They'll start pushing in about two months. What is it? When's E3? June. Okay. Just I, I mean, like short. Well, I mean, a lot of a lot of studios are just doing their own thing now, not waiting. So they could have their own, you know, Ubisoft Direct essentially. And well. Yeah, and and you already know E3 is going to push it hard. Yeah, it's, it, it's a AAA title. Yep. Um, I mean, shoot, even even games that that arrive on the same week as E3 or or like a few weeks or even a month following E3, they will push those immediately just to kind of hype them up, and then you know 
those those are more or less the uh, the appetizers for the big big games that are coming the following year or even the following November. Right. Yeah. I think Mirage so far has just had an announcement. I don't even think they've actually dropped an actual trailer for yet. Mm. Interesting. And usually, like most AAA games, have trailers out like a year in advance. Oh, I mean, I'm still waiting for for some games that we got on the PS5 direct when the first launch that were supposed to come out. <laughs> oh yeah. Elder Scrolls Six, where are you? Now the that other- pragmata yeah yeah now the other thing is is what if they they do kind of like what netflix has been doing right where they're just like or well, like how apple does their product releases where it's like hey this uh, assassin's creed 3 or assassin's creed mirage is a thing and this is a game that's coming soon and guess what comes out at the end of this week yeah they could final fantasy 15 and i can see that mm-hmm. i mean it's 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 a known brand i don't think they really have to have too much to sell no. yeah <laughs> the, the, the fact that people know it's coming is like enough for, for right yeah like you know it's either that or they do a three-month uh release window and they like you know they say okay we're dropping this on june 30th in like two months and then they the, the, they day they announce it and drop trailer the uh, pre-orders go live right so then that way at the end of the trailer it can say uh, pre-order now well let me ask you this with all the pitfalls we've been having with triple a games and the pushbacks stuff like that do you think studios are more likely to now announce it until they have every bug out of the way as much as possible never never um, that's a thing of the past yeah I mean, for the most part, for the most part, they usually most studios are like announcing before they even go through QA, right? Like, I mean, at least at this point, if they are going to release it in June, um, Ubisoft, Ubisoft is the company that's between them and Activision. uh, They're known for being like the crunch companies, you know? Right. And it's EA too. Yeah. Um, But it's like, it's one of those things where, you know, maybe they wait to announce until the game is actually in QA because then they have that amount of time to fix whatever bugs that they have. And there will be bugs. <laughs> oh, there's going to be bugs. But I mean, like, the good thing is, is that with Assassin's Creed, it, it also depends on what new mechanics they're adding into the game. Because if it's really just a reskinned Valhalla, then it's not going to be, you know, there's there's not going to be much that they need to do aside from making sure that things aren't, like, bug buck out. But it's like, at the same time, if they're adding in new mechanics or if they're removing mechanics and they're, you know, kind of like, think of, think of, like, Origin, right? When they did Assassin's Creed Origin, uh, and it was an entirely new uh uh fighting uh, f- uh like fighting engine right right you know like the entire fight system was completely changed from the ground up in origin right so it's like that kind of thing needs extended qa right well but whereas if mirage is just a reskin of valhalla it, with a new story then you know they may not need as much qa on it yeah fair but you fours are you uh assassin's creed guy i've played the first three games and then it just kind of fell out of interest with it because back back then creeds were coming out as quickly as madden's were they were literally an annual thing so and i was i was just over it yeah so i haven't been really i haven't been really interested in creed since that recent uh i'm not even gonna call it recent the 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 pirate one where they were where you black were sailing flag. yeah yeah black flag. um and that's the thing is like you know i i still bought assassin's creed like assassin's creed 3 i actually really liked assassin's creed 3 uh the, the sons of liberty uh um um dlc that came out for that was really good too uh with like the alternate george washington and all that like that was really cool uh and then are their storylines good in all, all these games oh dude this 
Assassin's Creed storylines are always great. Yeah, it's 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 a revisionist history, but it's still pretty close to the history and time frame that's in. Right. That's cool. That's fun. The only yeah. the only thing like that kind of jumped out for me was in Assassin's Creed Three when they killed off uh I'm forgetting his name, but um the main character. Azo? So? No. Who was it then? The um the 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 modern day guy. The guy that no oh. oh oh from the third one. Yeah, because they killed him off in the third in the third game. Man, that ending should have been optional. I'm sorry. Yeah, and then you know now it's been like you know okay it's like anybody can can go in the animus. It's not that's the only thing I didn't like about what they did with the storyline because it started off with you know his character the reason that he could use the animus was because he had like something in his DNA that that, that traced him back to some of these assassins. Right? It's like a bloodline thing, you know. Right. And, and then now lost it's like, mysticism. Yeah, and then they they turned they changed it from that to well now we have imprints of everybody of every assassin's DNA so you can access anybody's uh, uh, mm -hmm. memory. And I, that was the only thing I didn't like about what they've done. Now, with the newer character, I'm forgetting her name now, um, the new main character, she's actually, it's kind of dope the way that they have her set up. She's like a former, uh, she's a, uh, a former member of the Brotherhood. She's former um, uh, um, a Templar, mm -hmm. right? Because she worked for, um, for that company and then stole the technology and has been like, you know, finding her way through and becoming an assassin. So, I mean, like, I kind of like the way that they're doing that. Um, but, you know, again, like, you know, I've been playing all the games. The only one I haven't liked since, you know, since the beginning was, was Unity. Uh, and I, I mean, the concept. Unity. Yeah. Unity's concept was okay. <laughs> um, you know, because. They had nothing they, to contribute. I know. They <laughs> messed up with Unity. Unity was terrible. But then they came back with the one in England. And that was really good. Uh, where you had the two, the brother and the sister. Right. Uh, and then Black Flag came out. And Black Flag was a continuation of Assassin's Creed 3. Because the character you're playing in Assassin's Creed Black Flag is the grandfather of the character from Assassin's Creed 3. Mm. You know, so then I like that. That was the reason why Skull and Bones, the game that's coming out this year now, uh, the reason that game was made because everybody loved like the whole high seas piracy thing that they did in Black Flag. Right. And then uh, and then after that, no, after that was the England game. And then they redid everything with Assassin's Creed Origin, which was an amazing game. And then Assassin's Creed Odyssey came out and you could be a Spartan and that was badass. Uh, and then now Assassin's Creed Valhalla, again, badass game, you know, so it's kind of cool that they're going back to the Middle East and we're we're going mm. back that storyline with the original Assassins. Yeah, I mean, I, I eventually I'll get to them. <laughs> I have a long list of games to play. They're worth playing, man. Um, you know, I, I I still haven't gotten into the DLC on Assassin's Creed Valhalla, but I mean, like, I've done a whole crap ton on that game. So, Valhalla. Uh, yeah, Valhalla, Valhalla. yeah. Sa Salem, Salem plays Assassin's Creed. He loves Valhalla. He just did the DLC. Absolutely. Yeah, well, because I know the DLC goes from England to uh, Ireland, and you get to like yep. play into Ireland too. So it's kind of cool. Oh yeah. Does Salem exist? I know he's your podcast <laughs> co-host. But like, you know, James, I can say the I same thing about everything. you. I mean, I, I see haven't you seen everything. you in life. <laughs> I'm right here. I am right here. I'm You're right, right here. I, I, just, I see what's up. Is James? There is. Is James just a? Uh, uh, is he just an AI? Yeah, I think exactly. so. Yeah. yeah. Especially with this quaffed. <laughs> exactly. Wait a minute. So that would make him replica Mez five thousand. Replica yeah. Mez five thousand. No, Shout Salem. out to Salem. Tell Salem we said what's up. Oh yeah. No, he definitely exists. He's he's can't. Just yeah, tell him that to ghost watch that's all we hear that's all he, he does he goes. absolutely does he goes watch everything that i do uh, he's just gonna talk all the smack <laughs> to you later uh, probably <laughs>
Bring him on. Bring him on. We like, I want to meet Salem. Well, guys, uh, it's time to move into the news portion of the show. It is time for the download. Check out the Distance Dernington post on Facebook for all the news, all the trailers, all the reactions, all the rumors. Let us know what you're nerding out on in the Facebook group, the Distance Nerdington post. Or if you want, message us on Instagram at Distance Nerding and we can nerd out there as well. Oh, I'm not going to start this week's news off very well, but Again? fear. I know. Fear is the lock and laughter is the key to your heart. David Crosby, legendary musician known for his work in The Birds and Crosby Seals Nash and Young has passed away oh we gotta stop starting our downloads like this <laughs> okay he always starts it with a downer so that way we can get into like more happy things later on happy happy it's it's joy, better joy, than, joy it's better than putting the depressing stuff halfway through you know what it's i mean better than pudding that's better than pudding. <laughs> so i mean it's kind of sad you know uh david crosby uh he's 81 years old his his wife jan put it out there yes he passed away i guess he had an illness so that um he's been battling for for a long time um but you know what's funny is like when i when we get these stories and i go like looking to get information and i start listening to like music from you know the birds or crosby stills nash and young i'm like oh my god i can't believe how amazing this was like this whole afternoon i was uh just pulling putting this article together and i was like i just went down this weird crosby stills nash and young like rabbit hole on youtube of just finding songs i'm like i forgot how amazing he was you know it, it, so it's pretty cool to, to like go back and re-listen and so like i think i created like a little Spotify playlist or added a Spotify playlist for Crosby Still Nash and Young. So I've just been listening sad. to Echo all day. What's that? I've just been listening to Echo all day. There you go. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's been doing music for so long. He uh let's see, uh he dropped out of school to, per- to pursue music. Um, he jumped into the band The Birds or started the Birds, um, where you get songs like Mr. Tambourine Man, Eight Miles High, and Hey Joe. Um, let's see, he was part of Crosby Stills Nash and Young, you know for the longest time i don't want to read all this but super sad i guess he just put out a new album like a month ago or something like that too so it's super sad yeah you will be missed speaking absolutely will be missed speaking of being missed destiny 2 one of the biggest games out there right now (laughs) is being missed as we speak destiny 2 is currently offline and a bunch of people are upset tell me about what's happening here so there's a whole bunch of server issues that are going on it's been kind of a problem like generally within the destiny community we kind of know that we can't rely on the servers uh because like they just kind of go down uh i guess some of the big issues that they're dealing with today is things like triumphs catalysts and seals are yes. just kind of like you know disappearing and people are losing progression uh and characters and characters are just like disappearing altogether. like it's it's a big deal because i know you guys don't really play but like triumphs catalysts and seals are like 90 percent of what people work on when they're playing this game right yes. that's that's really what they're trying to do is get the triumphs they're trying to unlock seals so they can have like little names under themselves catalysts are so you can get extra perks on weapons and stuff like that so you know when you lose progression it's like you've been it's it's think of it like you know you've been building a birdhouse for like the last two years it's like this big crazy you know production and like beautiful masterpiece work of art and, and then the bear gets cocaine 
and destroys it. You know what funny is? That's exactly the joke I was going for. It goes into next. Literally, a cocaine bear walks in and just destroys the shit out of what you're doing. Like, that's that's literally what happened right here. It's it's this progress that, especially for people like anybody who's been playing Destiny Two since it came online. Mm -hmm. right? uh, oh, now, if, yeah. Now, what sucks is I don't know how far back it goes because I know some people are the last time something this major happened, people lost the progression from V1, right? And you like you get a lot of like extra perks if you're a day one player, right? So it's like if you lost your Destiny 1 progression, then you like, you know, you lost half of everything that you had. And it's kind of like, you know, these are major issues that 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 you know people will be upset for. So so like into when it says characters are missing, like you log in and you your character gone. that you've it's been leveling gone. up is gone. Yep. Wow. It just it just tells you to, to create a new character and your yep. and your characters are gone. Oh dang, God. that is and a that's a destiny offline server option. That is, that is when servers go down like that in other worlds like mine. That's, I'm the type of person who gets called to bring those back up. Unfortunately, yeah. I yeah. What are you doing here then? <laughs> That's not my server. I don't Go work fix that. the freaking game, graveyard. Not, what are you doing? Um, now the thing is, too, is you know it's it. So every week on Tuesdays, the server resets, right? And basically, all that means is that uh, your progression for that week uh, is reset. You start over from scratch, so that way you get like new. Well, we, we were talking about it earlier, right? So new pinnacles, new uh, bounties, new bounties, new different things. Uh, like your your missions are reset so you can get more stuff right what happened this week is uh the servers reset but then it also reset everybody's progression in general yep right I, I always log in on tuesday at noon my time i always log in get the newest update it loaded and i saw a whole bunch of flashing stuff like oh all these triumphs are here. i'm like oh no and then it just went off so it was i was online for like <laughs> at noon so 10 hours ago oh wow yeah um, so actually when we were putting this together so as of five 30 pacific time um what is it the bungee bungee help which is their twitter account right. um we're continuing to investigate the issues causing progress to reset of certain triumph seals and catalysts destiny 2 will remain offline <laughs> as you work on the fix updates will be provided as they become available uh, as of like, right as of right now they're saying five or six a.m I, I think pacific yeah what happened like what did somebody spill their w on a, on a server what what happened? They must have. It must have. It must have been the pickle flavor W they're testing out. Like they just spit it out all over the stuff. No, Phil it's... is invested because he's not lacking in any of those. <laughs> I know. He's, he's checking w his characters. No, I'm I'm actually looking at the Twitter because that's usually yeah. where they, they update yep. the, the, the fastest. And yeah, it's saying it's uh as of right now, their estimated timeline is three to four AM uh, Pacific Standard Time. Yeah. So it's it, this they're seemingly going to backups, which is never a good sign. Oh yeah. my gosh, you Something, guys, I'm sorry. Sorry. Somebody <laughs> something uh, that they weren't supposed to erase. Yep. Or just oh, major. You, you know somebody's getting fired in the morning. Oh yeah, for sure. And that, that's the thing is like uh, originally when when I heard that the servers went offline, you no. Know, uh, on a yearly basis, they usually do like a day where the servers are down because oh, yeah. of, like, maintenance, right? Um. So I thought initially it was that, and I was like, oh well, you know, uh, Lightfall comes out in a month. They're probably bolstering the servers because the biggest issue with day one of a new DLC is nobody can get in the game because so many people are playing that it uh um 
it, the exceeds the user bottom. limit. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just kind of like you just sit, you, you end up sitting there for like two hours saying, oh, we're trying to get you in the servers. So I was thinking, oh, maybe they're upgrading their servers so that more people can play. Right. But it seems more like somebody fucked something up. Yeah. I, I don't know if you guys watched the show, uh, uh, Mythic Quest. Oh, yeah. Apple. Yeah. It's it just it's that scenario that happens on their stuff a lot that type of user base and stuff like that you know you don't really pay real money for things except for like expansions everything else is you have to earn it can't pay the win which is nice but if people lose stuff that you know they can't get anymore because those worlds are gone they, they spent seven years working on gonna lose a user oh yeah um i mean it happened in wow uh, a while back where people lost entire characters and it's like yep. you you put in a lot of investment into these into these characters and when you lose like for me it would be like 10 years of progression right you know yeah. it would suck yeah so for example how much i play destiny with on top of everything else i do of you get your playstation report at the end of the year and of like my 670 hours 658 for destiny <laughs> <laughs> in 2022 that's nuts yeah. yeah i had to restart pokemon go and i was really upset so i feel you guys i feel you <laughs> i mean i've done that before too and i wasn't too upset about losing Pokemon Go, you know, I would be more upset about losing Destiny 2 because the amount of time that I've put into this game. Gotcha. So has this happened before? Just it, it happened, but not on this scale. Not so this is like the worst thing that's ever happened to Destiny 2. It's probably the worst thing that's happened on this server ever. Yeah, they they've really prided themselves on uptime and minimal maintenance, stuff like this. For something like this to be like a day outage not planned is pretty significant. <laughs> you gotta also remember that they are once again an in independent company company right like you know Bungie uh they signed a deal with Activision for the longest time but then Activision basically turned the game into almost a pay-to-play model and like you know really focused on like you know more how do we make money rather than taking care of our user base and when mm -hmm. Bungie bought out their contract you know but Bungie paid to end their to sever ties with Activision so that way they could go back to the game that they originally created and like Forsaken was literally like like while I was talking about all the good things Forsaken did Forsaken literally brought them back to D1 days and everyone came back to the game. Um, you know, Bungie has done so much to try and take care of their user base because now, like, like, like Graveyard was saying, it, it used to be a pay-to-play model or like, you know, that, that, that Destiny doesn't have pay-to-play uh, in their models. Like any, any money you give them is either for DLCs or cosmetics. Yep, not weapons, not armor, nothing. It's just right. flashy you know, stuff. Yeah. yeah, like, you know, and some of the cosmetics in Destiny are like, you know, some of the stuff that you can buy are like badass. Like I just bought uh, uh, a cosmetic in there because um, I don't know about you, but they they did a uh, Assassin's Creed. They did they partnered with Bungie with uh, uh, Active. Uh, you saying the wrong Ubisoft? Name. Uh, and they did um, uh, Assassin's Creed inspired armor. And I just bought the uh, audio uh, um, Ezio Auditorio armor for uh, for my warlock. Yeah, yeah. I I bought the dinosaur armor. Oh yeah. <laughs> I had yeah. the um I I, I had the uh the japanese kitty uh mask for like of course time. you did <laughs> oh dude that mask was so badass i thought it was so cool <laughs> Kitty. All right. You guys got to keep us posted when this comes back, but let's keep the news yeah. going. Okay. Now that you have all this free time. 
Okay, back to music news. There's a new feature-length documentary coming from Steven Spielberg. So Amblin Television, you know, Ooh. Amblin, of course, Um, they're going to be doing a new documentary on John Williams. All right, I'm Ooh. watching it. 100% watching this. I love John Williams as a composer in general. Like, I, I listen to his music, and I've listened to it at a uh, at the level of just listening to it as music and trying to detach it from movies. And the music itself mm-hmm. is beautiful. And, like, I'm, you know, you, uh, you guys know... I went to school for music, right? I mean, that's why my I have any engineering background for a podcast is because I, I that's that's what my degree is in is in recording arts, is in music. Um, and and John Williams is somebody who I can just listen to the music and it's just nothing but beautiful beauty. You mm-hmm. know, like I, I think of his music as modern classical because you do have classical composers that are out right now. But uh, every time I listen to John Williams, it's like okay, think of something like the Flight of the Bumblebee, right? Very, very iconic classical music. Uh, the the song that sounds like a bee flying in, in flight right um john williams music is just as iconic as that right you listen to uh um you know the imperial march or you listen to um the leia's uh, theme the, what, what was that leia's theme leia's theme well i i think more of like um what was it the uh the march of the slave children from uh, indiana jones and it's like easily one of my favorite yeah things. i was thinking more like jaws jaws is another good example and it's oh, like versus Annie, episode three. Uh, yes, I'm trying to remember the actual name of that song. Um, du- uh, Duel of the Fates. Duel, uh, no, Duel of the Fates was, was Darth Maul. Yeah. Um, I want to say it's called it's like a Revenge of the Apprentice or something like that, and it's actually really good. It's an, another iconic song from from that the, the prequel trilogy. But I mean, like just listening to the music and just how he captures the feelings in everything he does. Right. Like again, Jaws is a good example. Right. Like just that staccato. Uh, uh, piano that he plays on there and how it speeds up and it builds tension right and it's things that he does so well you know John and he Williams- did that at age 45 you realize that yeah he's 90 now 90 years yeah. old and he's still going I thought he was going to retire I thought there was something about that he was going to retire like a couple months ago but he's like I'm sticking around I can't retire from music a day without music is a mistake so he's like I'm still going to keep going like he's working on Indiana Dude, Jones right go. now Good he's like you. He's like Tom Brady and LeBron James. They like they, as much as they want to retire, they're not going to. Yeah. He lives, yeah. breathes, eats, sleeps music, and good on him. Yes. Good on him. Yeah. He's an amazing musician. Like That's a feel good story. It's one what? of those things where like I have never heard a piece of music that John Williams has written that wasn't beautiful. Mm-hmm. Listen Agreed. to this resume. So all nine Star Wars films, the first three Harry Potter films, JFK, yep. Born on the Fourth of July, Memoirs of a Geisha, Far and Away, The Accidental tourist home alone hells yeah but if if uh if i could stop there i'd be like oh my god amazing career he's also done tv yeah so like he did the pilot episode of gilligan's island mm-hmm. what and like lost in space and then uh huh. he's done stuff for nbc nightly news nbc meet the press yada yada um but he's also done the olympics so like the 84 yeah. olympics 88 olympics 96 olympics you know who, who screwed up the 92 olympics how come okay, you didn't so, get john williams so you know the dun 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 like the 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 theme that from the Olympics that we all kind of know and like you immediately hear and oh it's the Olympics oh the that's the one I remember the most yeah I think that was him too yeah John Williams has written all of that isn't that crazy I just hear the Olympic things from the summer and winter games from the Commodore sixty four in my head. 
let's see. He has five Academy Awards and 52 Oscar nominations. He's the Academy's most nominated living person and the second most nominated person um, in history of the Oscars behind Walt Disney. Unreal. This is going to be an amazing documentary. I'm so excited. I yeah. can't wait to watch it, man. Do we know what um, Do we know what, what platform it's going to be on? Disney Plus, probably. I mean, that would be cool, but it's because it's with Amblin, it could be anywhere because uh, the mm -hmm. last two documentaries that Steven Spielberg has put out were on Netflix. Hey, yeah. and spoiler alert, he's probably writing the music for the documentary <laughs> <laughs> i mean john williams did the music for obi-wan for the obi-wan series <laughs> Obi and cameos and <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be too funny it's like john williams opening theme by danny elf <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, just heavy, heavy trumpets. Yeah. <laughs> by, Trap music. by Hans Zimmer. Yeah, exactly. Hans Zimmer. All right, so no info on when the John Williams documentary will be striking up the band for a release date. It'll be soon. It'll be among us before you know it. It'll be a really cool watch. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Feel good story. Good on you, Love John. And, and dude, 15, 20 more years of making music. I really hope he, he gets it. He Absolutely. looks like a happy guy. Look at him. That's, that's a happy, full, successful life. Less that, yeah. man. Yes, sir. On the opposite end of things. Uh, oh, young somebody Phil, who's this is not happy. Oh, so Phil, this is your article, buddy. So I... Follow up. What, yeah. well, what, what, is go what is going on? Just, why is my voice all messed up? Just... You better start working on that voice this may be the opportunity and that's why i told you guys oh, yeah exactly thank you oh, shit, we're getting fired <laughs> all right oh my oh look look aubrey's chiming in this is fours is here her favorite composer absolutely i agree with you he's also my favorite composer yay hi mrs Ford. hello hello <laughs> yeah so this one some follow-up from last week so Adult Swim has decided to cut ties with Rick and Morty's co-creator, Justin Roiland, following the domestic violence allegations uh, that arrived with a felony count of domestic battery that he has previously been charged with. Ouch. Yeah, it's ouch city right there, man. Yeah. I mean, Dude, it does kind of, it, it, it does kind of like change my view of Justin Roiland. You know, like mm, yeah. I've loved the guy. I love every property he's put out. I feel like he is a creative genius genius but like dude and and i know he battles alcoholism and that's a disease i mean you know he, he he fights that but i mean he lets it get the best of him and apparently it's you know he's involved himself in domestic battery so i mean just you know again my whole outlook on him just changes at that point yeah i don't think there's Sorry. any news about what's happening with solar opposites um i know there's speculation that they're going to yeah. re redub his voice for other stuff he's done like they did with uh ck <laughs> he did voices oh, on wow. other on kids shows he's done yeah he's done voices on all kinds of shows um yeah i mean he has a he, he had a recurring character on uh, gravity falls right i think that's the one they're talking about that they might go and redub mm, yeah interesting interesting so yeah super sad i mean i mean it's, it's just a bad situation so um warner brothers discovery was ending its relationship with, with royland a spork a spokesperson stated the following in talking with entertainment outlet deadline adult swim has ended its associ association with with Justin Roiland like that's it no like yeah thank you for your service or whatever else it's just like we're done no you're fired yeah, moving you're on yeah well yeah they they also put out on Twitter today too I believe saying that you know that the staff is working hard to bring you season seven because
because they're only halfway through their contract they signed. Right. Yeah. Dude. Okay. So being that it is an animated series, they have a golden, golden, golden opportunity here. Now is the time to reach out to the public and tell people, look, our TikTok platform is open. Our YouTube platform is open. If you think you can impersonate these characters effectively, send us, send us, send us your Resume, best yeah. impersonations. I mean, I, I, can, I can pretty much do the voice anytime that I really need to. Just serious. Like, just because give me, give me a chance. Just this, this is like, just, this just is like, I can do this. I can this do like, this. Like, this is like firing Dan Castanella as, as Homer. Like, oh, yeah. You can't, you can't replace Homer Simpson with just any old, you know, guy. I mean, they're going to need to, I mean, this is Rick and Morty. They're going to have to get people who can impersonate these characters perfectly. And that's the thing is, the what's crazy is this is going to be like if they, uh, if, if somebody would have fired, um, Oh, I'm forgetting his name. The man of a thousand voices. Oh, Don? No, did all the Looney Tunes. Oh, Mel, uh, Blank. Mel Blank. Mel Blank. Blank. This, yeah. This whole thing is going to be like if they fired Mel Blank from, from Looney Tunes. Like Justin Roiland plays like 90% of the characters on this show. Mm-hmm. Right. He and, plays- he, and he ad libs a lot. Yes. A lot. Yes. Uh, and, like- it's, and, and if that's the case, I mean, I hate to say it, guys, but I don't think this show has a future. If, without if you don't there, have the ad libbing of it, no. Mm-mm. Not only you have to be able to do the voice and you have to have the spontaneity to be able to do it as well right yeah you, and I wasn't it ordered for like they just did the sixth season working on seven but it it's also ordered uh, eighth they season, ordered right? three more seasons yeah. yeah yeah i think what so, it was 40 episodes they ordered yeah yeah god man like, they're not even halfway through that nuts, they better nuts. get they better reach out to the general public general public and find that diamond in the rough who can do the voices the, the other problem though is that he was also an animator writer director producer so I mean, it's like the amount of pool that he had in this show. It's not just being a voice actor. It's not just yep. it's not just somebody coming to voice the characters, uh, whether it's one person that can do the characters or if it's just like if they get a bunch of different voice actors to do the characters. You know, they also have to find somebody who can animate it. They have to find somebody who can uh, who's just as good of a director who can who can produce the entire show in general. You know, uh, I mean, he did the majority of the writing on the show, too. So, I mean, it's kind of like you're losing a big core element of what makes this show the show it's like if you let la- if you lost dan castell and matt groaning at the same time yeah yeah um and and honestly the the studio i hate saying it like this but i mean let, let's let's face it this is the society we live in um the studio after realizing the success of the show may have to choose between two evils here and i'm not even kidding if they can't find their diamond in the rough or they can't find somebody who can keep this going at the level that it was going they may have to consider keeping him on board and risk losing the viewership however and this is this is just one man's opinion rick and morty's viewership or at least the most of the type of folks who really really enjoy the show probably don't give a crap what he's charged with they just want they just want the voices and they just want they don't care about what he did they care about the voices being the same and the characters being the same and they'll just be like you know what it's his life give him the beer put it behind the microphone and let us keep our character you know his life is his life that's going to be the majority majority of the opinions regarding this the fact that they want to sever ties that, that the studio wants to sever ties with him i'm not going to say one way or another if it's a mistake that's that's completely up to them i mean i understand they want to they want to look good in the eyes of uh you know the sjw's Media. yeah but let's let's be honest here i mean this guy was very good at what he did extremely good at what he did whether you like the show or not he was very very good at it Absolutely. and to let him go to let him go 
Because I mean, like again. another big part of it is like I mean, we still have Dan Harmon. So I mean, like Dan Harmon, you know, he does a lot of the character creation. He does a lot of the animation as well. He does directing. Mm -hmm. Uh, he does he co-writes a lot of the stuff. So I mean, like we're not gonna lose, you know, an entire like we're not losing the entire show in losing Justin Roiland. We are losing big parts of it because we are losing a lot of that. Seventy percent. Uh, I mean, Dan Harmon is a big part of it. A big part of that. I'd say it's 50-50 between the two of them. That's why they both get co-credits when 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 they talk about the show. They always talk about Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon. Yeah. Uh, and the thing is, is that Dan Harmon is is like the the part of the show where like that intelligent part of um of Rick and Morty, where it's like you know this is where a lot of people will talk about like this show is smarter than your average person. Um, Dan Harmon has a lot to do with that. So I mean, like we're still gonna get a lot of that kind of stuff, right? We're still gonna get the same kind of thing. But again, we are losing a lot of that ad libbing. We are losing a lot of that kind of just uh, we're, we're we're losing the big part of Justin Roiland that puts his entire heart into the show. Yeah. Get that Shout get that portfolio Jenner. ready. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, get your get your impersonations ready and your TikToks and your YouTubes get ready to get discovered. Is this thing on? Um, I, I so I heard my grand my grandpa got locked up again. Uh, <laughs> hey, this this could turn into like a journey situation. Remember when they're like, hey, oh that guy, it sounds just like him. He sounds just like him in Journey. Exactly, Arnell Pineda. Shout out to Arnell because he's Filipino. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, technically, so yeah. was. <laughs> But anyway, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next few months of what they're going to do with this show. But uh, yeah, I think I think for us, that that may be like a good PR move to just be like, hey, you know what happened? That sucks. But now fans tell us tell us what uh what what's like. Tell us your best impersonation or your best voice of Rick of Morty, you know, that sort of thing. So it'll be interesting. Let's keep going, though. You know what I actually want to hear is uh, anybody who wants to leave us a video on, on the uh, on the Nerdington post or like if you want to record it and and send it to us on instagram dude if it's a good rick sanchez or morty i'll post it straight up you, you know just like shoot us your best impression of any character from uh from rick and morty i want to hear somebody do bird person i want to hear somebody do uh Krabobulus michael you know uh you know if anybody wants to do um rick or morty or shit say you got a good summer do it i like it make it happen now, now, now push that challenge out to shows i actually watch i'll, I'll participate <laughs> wait you don't watch distance nerding I love distance. I, <laughs> I, I need you to do. I need you to do every uh, Dragon Ball character in succession. Exactly. Oh my God. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> on to some schmigga news. This is what I've been waiting for. Now it's time for y'all to educate me. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> schmigga Dune. We got our first look at the return of the fan favorite musical comedy Schmigga Dune, which is on Apple TV Plus. So, uh, I think Graveyard, you were mentioning Apple TV Plus. Do you have Apple TV Plus? I do, but I have not watched this. Oh, you I, have to watch this, dude! Like, I mean, I, it, it's it's key in my key, so I should I should like it. Mm -hmm. But it's also musical, so I'm torn. So, so it's especially <laughs> strong in Keegan Michael Key, right? So I mean, like, yeah. it's it's Saturday Night Live essentially, right? And I mean, just everybody that's on this, I mean, like, there's they're Sicily strong. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, like their their cast is super strong. It's super Sicily strong. Um, it's definitely something that you should check out man I, even if you don't like musicals uh i mean half of it is them making fun of musicals yeah okay. exactly exactly <laughs> you know so it's like you know like there's 
it's the idea. The premise of the show is uh, they basically are hiking and they get, you know, they're, they're they're a married couple. They get into a fight and they somehow end up in a musical. Schmigadoon. Right? And they go to a town called Schmigadoon. Right. And it's supposed to be um, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Right. That's okay. the they're making fun of Oklahoma. Uh, but the whole thing is the entire show, the whole season of the show is they think that they're uh, like, like they're in like some kind of like um, oh. like tourist trap. No, they think they're in a tourist trap or something like that. They think they're in like some tourist town. But oh. They don't realize that they're trapped in a musical. Okay. And it takes a while for them to realize that they're trapped in this musical. And Keegan-Michael Key the entire time is just, you know, like people will walk up and start singing. He's like, nope, nope. You can, you can stop that right now. You can just can you, are, you, are you guys going to sing again? Seriously? You know, like it's it's <laughs> so it's so funny, so basically it's their version of the music meister. I guess they, they haven't like really revealed why they end up in a musical or anything like that. Um, just like it saves that's the premise. That's the premise behind any any TV show that the music meister is in. It's like just, just it's just to make everybody sing. Mm. That's kind of like what it is. Is like everybody yeah. kind of starts singing out of like randomly, and they're just like, what what is happening? Like at first they're just like, this is really cute, and he's like, this this sucks. Can we can we leave? Just, mm-hmm. You know. And every time they try to leave, they end up back in Schmigadoon. So it's like yeah. <laughs> like they walk over the bridge, and it's like where they just left from. They're like, what is that? Wait, what just happened? Why am I singing? So the first season was like, like what we said um, was kind of a parody on Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. The second season that we're coming into is the Chicago era. So they're going to be like stuck in Chicago, Chicago, the musical. Yeah. Oh, no. And that was a good one, too. Yeah. But that's the point, <laughs> is that I enjoyed, Ch- I enjoyed Chicago, but that's yeah. just the, the, the whole point is that, you know, they're making fun of um, just musicals in general. And I, and I hope like eventually, you know, we we find out like, you know, why they keep ending up in these musicals. Yeah. Until then, I have a schmigopsis. Schmigopsis. Synopsis. Having found true love in the town of Schmigadoon, season two of Schmigadoon will find Josh and Melissa in Chicago, the reimagined world of the 60s and 70s musicals. The second season of Apple's broadly acclaimed comedy will <laughs> include new original musical numbers from co-creator and executive producer Cinco Paul, as well as returning stars Cicely Strong, Keegan-Michael Keel, yada, 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 a ton of people. Oh, Martin Short's going to be in it. I forgot about Martin Short. Martin Short was um, in the first one. Kristen Chen with alan cumming it's gonna be awesome and they're adding titus burgess and patrick page to the cast are you telling me nightcrawler's gonna be in this <laughs> yes exactly so uh the second season of apple's schmiga dune is schmiga coming on schmiga april schmiga 7 okay that's james's one of the episode hold on real quick right there <laughs> Mega thank you. I'll tell you what, if you guys haven't seen it and you're and you, you kind of want to laugh and it's a really good musical, go back to Batman the Brave and the Bold. Oh god. And look up the episode Mayhem of the Music Meister. It's literally my favorite episode of that entire series. And tell me that they didn't take that idea from from that episode. Also when he was in um Flash on CW. Oh, that's awesome. It honestly sounds like Music Meister stuff. It really does. Still, it's a great idea. Cool. Which is funny because uh, to to do that on the on the Flash makes sense because Grant Gustin was in Glee. So mm-hmm. I keep forgetting he and was yet in Supergirl Glee. Supergirl is a better singer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
She can actually really sing. I didn't, I have never heard. Um, she's a beautiful singer. I've never heard a, a Grant Supergirl sing. Yeah, she's 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 like amazing. She's got amazing talent. I was gonna say, uh, fun fact, because uh, you were you were bringing up Brave and the Bold. Uh, mm-hmm. Dietrich Bader plays Batman in Brave and the Bold. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Little and Oswald. He, yeah, and he's a great. He's he's a great Batman. He's actually a really good Batman. He plays Batman in in more places than just that one, though. He he's also mm-hmm. um he's Batman in a recent uh movie i just yeah. don't remember which one it was like i said like dietrich bader is actually a decent batman because it's a different take than kevin conroy's it's not, mm-hmm. it's not he's not trying to copy kevin conroy like he's got a very different take on batman which is mm-hmm. kind of refreshing because everybody else kind of follows uh kevin conroy cool very cool all right let's keep going power up your tron cycle we're going back to the grid disney is finally moving forward with its third tron movie titled tron aries interesting is it because they destroyed all the blast tron discs so they're all gone so wipe it from our memory exactly <laughs> do you guys like tron you like the you i like, like the, the sequel one? i like the second one i mean there's a lot of people who didn't like the second one i thought it was great mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the uh soundtrack the was amazing oh i was gonna say i love the music on that man it was all um i'm just forgetting everybody's names tonight don't worry about it we're good <laughs> <laughs> The entire soundtrack on Tron was done by... Was it Daft Punk? Daft Punk. That's who did it. Oh, my gosh. They were even in it. Yeah, they were. They had a cameo yeah. in the club. Yeah. yeah. Harder, better, <laughs> faster, stronger. Yes. Uh, and then uh, did you listen to... And I know I'm jumping on this, but did you listen to Reconfigured? So Reconfigured me. was the uh, Tron Legacy uh, like soundtrack, but then they had uh, some of the biggest names in EDM do remixes to the songs. Okay. And it's actually really good. It's kind of like what they did with like uh matrix two and three they had the soundtrack yeah. that had remixes for all those yeah so yeah I mean, i'm going into back into this uh i like the way that the second movie played like just was was a play on the first movie so i'm interested in seeing what the third one's gonna be yeah exactly so it's being directed by joaquin ronig i'm probably saying pronouncing that wrong um i think that name is actually European. uh well, yeah it is i think the name's actually pronounced joachim okay all right joachim ronig mm-hmm. let's just go with that uh which he's previously directed pirate at the Caribbean, Dead Man Tells No Tales, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, along with the 2020, or, I'm sorry, 2012 movie Con Tiki. But the film is set to star Jared Leto. Oh, God. Huh? It's, it's Morbid Tron. <laughs> <laughs> Morbitron. It's Morbin time. <laughs> let's see if uh let's see if Sony tries to do another uh uh revamp of more uh, of Morbius because they're like, oh, he's trending again. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I don't know. Let's give Jared Leto a chance. We'll see what happens. So no oh, date when Tron... Sure. He's a great actor. Yeah, no date when Tron Ares will be leaving the grid for your favorite movie theater. All right, keep it going. Cheerio, mate. On to some Star Wars news, old chap. Star Wars Celebration. British. Star Wars Celebration Europe 2023 is slated to be the most highly anticipated convention of the year. Who's excited? I guess I am. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, oh, across the pond. But they started at announcing um, some of the people that are going to be going. So, of course, Anthony Daniels is going to be there. He's been at every single celebration, I think. Mm-hmm. He's he hosted some. Every movie. Yeah, exactly. And series. Um, yeah. Ashley, has he been in every series? Almost. He's He's been in almost every series. He actually has not been in Bad Batch. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, 
Speaking of um, animated, Ashley Eckstein is going to be there, nice. fan favorite, along mm. with uh, Sky Guy himself, Matt Lantner. Nice. There we Matt go. Matt Lantner is so good. Matt Lantner is the reason that I started liking Anakin. He's like my favorite version of Anakin. Yeah. Anyway, he's, he's got that on the show before. Like he, Matt Lantner is the only reason that I started liking Anakin Skywalker again. And to the point that um, Hayden Christensen even said in preparing for his role in Obi-Wan, he watched every episode of uh of uh a clone wars because he even thought matt lancer was a better anakin than he was so he based his entire performance in obi-wan on matt lancer which is a giant you know compliment to matt lancer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right uh we also got d bradley baker the voice mm-hmm. of every clone. every clone out there clone. <laughs> including all the bad batch so he does all five bad batches you know mm-hmm. what's funny as i was watching bad batch the other day i'm like they god they sound so different they just have different like cadences to their voice mm-hmm. but it's all the same same guy yeah. yeah it's crazy it's crazy to me they must save so much money by paying one dude <laughs> to voice act for you know all these different roles he's so, all so sidebar real quick like there, there so there's a girl on tiktok right now who relatively does the same kind of thing i think her name she calls herself hc chris and she just does skits with herself as different characters at different angles like she plays herself like a russian girlfriend her two kids this jersey mom her 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 grandmother her kid the husband her dad like she plays all these roles and they're all so incredibly different uh hc chris on tiktok and uh facebook shorts same same deal Uh, all very differentiated uh characters i mean obviously it's her but she does an extremely good job so yeah so d bradley baker man he every single clone if clone 499 just they all have their own personality they all have their own accent they all have their own little quips and, and quirks and everything he does such an amazing amazing job yeah he does totally agree all right they also announced that john carlo esposito will be at a uh, celebration and lara blair who played uh young leia mm-hmm. will be there and then indira varma will be there as well so right already they announced a huge amount of talent coming to celebration like john carlo esposito like he pretty much headlined la comic-con you know last year so it's pretty crazy he was there this year too yeah and he was there this year too with ming na wen so that's awesome mm-hmm. All right, so Star Wars Celebration Europe will run April 7th through the 10th. Yes, sir. Uh, so before we jump into the next story here, uh, looks like Fours has to get going. Sorry, uh, guys. It's all good, man. Me on early tomorrow, so freaking sucks. It's all good, go brother. Ch- so, go uh, check on that Destiny 2 server real quick. Exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> real. Uh, well, if he gets in, he's like, oh, I'm in, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but Fours, uh, give us your pluggables and put yourself over, sir. What? Put, put wrestling. Your, it's a wrestling term. All right, here we go. Ready? So uh, I am I am Fours FX. You can find my work on saberfont.com. You can find, I, this is actually an older background, but you can find most of what I'm doing on um, Kyber Cave Productions, which is so much freaking fun. Between myself and Graveyard and Mrs. Fours, we are putting out so much content. So much content. Uh, just dropped the Last of Us episode 9 and 10 just a few days ago. Uh, the turned out phenomenal uh 
just a just a couple of a couple of few weeks from now, Mrs. Fours and I are going to be doing Last of Us live, and she'll be giving a guitar performance right in the in the pre-show of that, which is going to be the greatest, probably the probably the greatest stream we'll we'll ever do, um, hands down. I dig it. And um, of course, you can find me here on Distance Nerding whenever I'm welcome here, and uh, whenever I'm uh, with my husband graveyard on the retro alcove, also on the Kyber Cave Productions uh, channel. <laughs> Aside from that, go to kybercave.com and buy yourself a lightsaber. Go to Saber Font and support myself and my friends. Um, and then you can find me on Facebook under Forza FX, Instagram under Forza FX Saber Sounds. And if you want to look at my private YouTube channel, it's the Forza Effect, which has just lightsaber stuff on it, but it's still pretty cool. And that's me. Super, that is super awesome, awesome sir. All right. Well, sir, we appreciate you coming on and, and, and hanging out with us as you do. And it we will catch pleasure. you. Uh, we will catch you, what, Thursday? You're going to be on I the will on the see you on the build on Thursday. All right, sir. Well, you have a great right. night. Peace yeah. out, peoples. Thanks, Fours. Now, before we go back in, I've got one other thing that we got to address here, and that it is a shout out from a friend of ours. Here we go. Hello, nerds. Yakko Wonder here in the water tower. Do you know that the only podcast that Wacko Dot and I and Dr. Scratch and Sniff listen to is the Distance Nerding Podcast. So listen. Good night, everybody. From Yakko Warner himself, ladies and gentlemen. So awesome. <laughs> so cool. Oh, yeah. Love it, man. Love it. All right, I, 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 I had my wife listen to your uh, other one he did as, uh, oh, was it from Jimmy Neutron? Hi. Is this yeah. thing on? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, man. That's awesome. Such a cool dude. Again, we should, you know, I think it's end of this month, right? Philippe, he's going to be like in San Francisco. Yes. Uh, he's, so it's not sold out yet. I've, I've been, I've been looking it up. There you go. A little, you know, go take young Jackie out to dinner in the city and then go see a show and it'll be a great night. Win, 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 win. Okay. Let's keep going in. How do you like them? Apple's news. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon's Nike drama air has been scored a theatrical release date ahead of its streaming premiere on amazon prime video oh that means they're trying to go for the oscar of course they are oh. mm-hmm. if if any movie that get on a streaming service that goes into a theater first it's because they need to have runtime in a theater so they can get oscar contention exactly that's the real red has to run in a theater for like a week or two or something right yeah. so oscar winning goodwill hunting co-writers uh, and stars will reteam for their true story inspired drama about the athletic brand pursuit of nba superstar michael jordan and the game-changing creation of the Air Jordan shoe. We have a Airopsis. Airopsis. Synopsis. Air reveals the unbelievable game-changing partnership between uh, then-rookie Michael Jordan and Nike's fledgling basketball division, which revolutionized the world of sports and contemporary culture with Air with the Air Jordan brand. The movie story follows the career-defining gamble of an unconventional team with everything on the line, the uncompromising vision of a mother who knows the worth of her son's immense talent and the basketball phenom who would become the greatest of all time. So, kind of fun. The, so goat, the GOAT himself. So I guess is so it's about error, Jordan, you know, about the the shoe for the most part. Is it being told by like almost the story of Michael Jordan, like a weird Michael Jordan biopic? No, I think what it is, is it's the 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 executives from Nike pursuing Michael Jordan. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, I think it's what it is, is, hey, because, uh, you know, like famously, Michael Jordan passed up a shoe deal with Nike at first, you know. Oh, really? Then, I didn't know that. And then eventually, uh, you know, because he was like the first one to get like an endorsement from 
a shoe company the way that he did. So mm -hmm. the, he changed the entire like outlook or just kind of like the way that endorsements work. Because he was the first dude with a shoe deal like that. So, you know, it's like after that, like Shaq did like a Reebok deal and then, uh, you know, Penny, um, Penny Hardaway, I think he did a Nike deal, you know, things like that. Like, you know, everybody did like, you know, shoe deals after Michael Jordan did the, the, uh, the Jordan deal with Nike Air and God, it was, it was in the mid eighties. I think it was, well, his yeah. rookie year was 84. Yeah. So it was, it was like, it, it was a couple years after, uh, yeah. after, after, after he debuted. Yeah. Wasn't that, was that Bo Jackson's rookie year too? Holy cow. Did they do like Bo nose and Air Jordans the same year? Wow. Yeah, that's right. crazy. Okay. Amazon studio has set an April 5th global release of air. And then it will make later. It'll land later on Amazon prime video as the streamer. So if you want to go check it out, it's going to be out April 5th in theaters somewhere. Yep. Awesome. Mm hmm. All right, in what's the, up? The, these these movies tend to be pretty good, you know. Like when when they go into stuff like this, like think of like Hardball, right? Or um, Moneyball, Moneyball. Sorry, yeah, Moneyball. Um, think of like Moneyball, and like that movie is actually pretty good. You think of uh, there was another one that was about the Browns, and I don't remember what it was called, but like it was it was actually really good. So I mean, you know, I think it was these called movies, We Suck or the Browns. Yeah, well, it, <laughs> <laughs> it was there was something else that that it was about. It was like the background of like uh, of like a uh, like a landmark draft or something like that but i mean still mm, even though the okay. browns have not done anything good in the existence of that team but i mean still hey they they drafted baker mayfield and he's doing really well for the rams now so <laughs> good job baker Anyways. right all right in swoop down like an eagle grab them by the claws and sink your fangs into them news the upcoming sixth season of netflix's cobra kai will be the last season grave are you a, a cobra kai guy i am not i oh. I am not. I have not watched. I have not watched any of. I th I may have watched the first episode because it was originally YouTube Brad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. YouTube, yeah right. Uh, I, I love horror movies so much. I don't yeah, go into eighties comedy slash action. So. Well, like, are you a fan of Karate Kid at all? What was that? Are you a fan of Karate Kid at all? I mean, I've seen them. I don't oh, sit okay. down and watch them regularly on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I love this series. It's fun. It's cheesy. It's got just the right amount of like nostalgia especially mm -hmm. if you if you liked uh karate kid and and the various sequels that it had yeah it definitely like um honors where where it was you know and like but also makes fun of itself so it's it has to make fun of itself yeah exactly it really does they really do address some of the more ridiculous things that have happened within the world of karate kid and mm -hmm. they they do it so masterfully that it's it's so worth the watch man well i mean yeah. the question is has hillary swank come into this yet no i i talked about that at the end of last season it was about you know we like at some point in this season we need to have like hillary swank pop in because again that's like another kind of they, they've addressed every single uh -huh. character that we've met within those movies like mm -hmm. i feel like we need to see hillary swank pop up in this last season and and, and jane smith <laughs> jane <laughs> smith not as much because jackie it, chan we need jackie chan i know yeah. like uh because we actually i think we were making a joke about like what if jackie chan showed up and was just like another master yeah right you that know would be or he made a cameo as like a character like not the character he played in karate kid but like you know he was just like another character and it was just really just an homage to the fact they made those movies you know or they made that movie you know um like that would be cool and whatnot but like i think 
think Hillary Swank would definitely be something that they need to bring. Oh, absolutely. That they've, they've brought in minor characters from those movies, like characters that just didn't have much to do with anything. They brought them back and like, you know, it's like, oh, this character had one scene and now, you know, they're back, you know? Like, yeah, even, even down to like, um, they never really talked about how uh, Daniel LaRusso and his wife met, but it turns out she's the cousin of the girl he dated in the third movie. Like right. he met through his wife, through his ex-girlfriend kind of thing. So it's like, oh, they tied it all together. That's so smart. They found a way to bring in like the, the actress who played the girlfriend. So I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Right. Yeah. Anyway, it's kind of fun. So in a statement from the showrunners, they promised that the series will end on a high note with its biggest season yet, but reveal that the stories of Daniel and Johnny will once again come to a close. So it's kind of interesting that they're going to end the Daniel and Johnny um, storylines, but there are rumors that there may be spinoff series about some of the some of the kids um, in the show that might continue the Cobra Kai Karate Kid stories. I mean, because I definitely want to see more from Johnny's son. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I mean, kind of both of them. I, I, I like both of their characters. I want to see more from them. Um, they are also getting a lot more work, so I can understand where like they can't do the show anymore. You know? Yeah, what's what's his name? Zola uh, landed uh, Blue Beetle. Yeah, he's Blue Beetle now. Um, but like, not just that. Like, um, it, it would just be interesting to see kind of like some spinoffs from some of the characters that are on that show. Uh, and then, I mean, there there has been a rumor for a while that they're also doing a movie. So I mean, that is true. That is true. Six okay. seasons in the movie. Huh? <laughs> six seasons in the movie. <laughs> yeah, six seasons. In a, that makes sense. Five. Wait, five movies and then six seasons and then a movie. Yeah. Be but it would be like <laughs> the whole thing would be like six seasons and a movie and the movies based on Cobra Kai and not just Karate Kid. Right. All right. Cobra Kai's sixth and final season will crane kick its way onto Netflix late 2023. Hey, I'm getting hey, hungry. Gra graveyard, I got a question for you. What's that? Are you ready for snack time? It's chocolate. No. That's right. <laughs> I'm what, weird. What I'm weird. And remember, I don't like potatoes. I don't like chocolate. I forgot that he hates chocolate. Yeah, I really do. What is going on with you? Oh, man. Then you're not going <laughs> to like this next story, man. Uh oh. It's okay. time snack news. It's snack news time. Oreo is taking things out of this world. Literally, in this new year, the beloved cookie brand announced that the introduction of a new limited edition cookie, the most Oreo Oreo, as well as the Oreo verse. <laughs> and oh, my God, there's so much to this story. So much to unpack. Yeah, no. Um, the most the most Oreo Oreo, the Oreo verse, an interactive digital world for fans. And then Oreo is also teaming with Martha Stewart. Oh my god, so much. Lots yeah, of icing really killing to unpack. Right. So now, I'm, this I'm, I'm kind of excited for this for, for this cookie after reading what it is. Uh so James, what you got? Well, let's start with the Oreo verse opsis. Oreo verse opsis. Synopsis. The new Oreoverse, which is the brand's metaverse experience, will allow fans to play multiple levels of cookie-themed games and give them the chance to win unexpected prizes, including $50,000 grand prize. Games range from stacked stuff, where fans will be will build the most Oreo Oreo cookie, to rocket stuff, where fans will inflate the most Oreo Oreo cookie and aim for the stars. The Oreoverse can be found in Meta Horizon Worlds or on the Oreo... Dot, oh wait, oreoverse.oreo.com. Right. So over metaverses yeah, and all that. Everybody wants to do their own metaverse. Except this is their universe. Yeah, I know, right? Even Martha Stewart. Well, you do have a Martha Stewopsis. Martha Stewopsis. Synopsis. Synopsis. 
Martha Martha Stewart, she along with her gardener <laughs> and friend Ryan McAllister will stream an inside look at the Oreoverse experience oh, on the Oreo brand social media channels next week. Jesus. That's way too much. That's too much. That's <laughs> too much. So so Martha Stewart, Martha Stewart said, I'm excited to make my Metaverse debut in partnership with one of my favorite cookie brands, Oreo, and having Ryan there with me will make it all the more fun. The two of us yeah. have had our fair share of, of adventure over the last 10 years and have been able to navigate just about anything together, especially in the garden. Did they meet in jail? Like, what, what does that mean? <laughs> Adventures. Like they, they, like, is, yeah, I mean, there's gardening in jail, so I'm sure that it, that's where they met. Was like is gardening. gardening slang for something? <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Uh, we may need to ask her best friend, Snoop. <laughs> I know. Like, they should have got Snoop for this one. Yes. Should have been Snoop. Yeah, Snoop, like, smokes a blunt and then eats a shit ton of Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the cookie in the the most Oreo Oreoopsis. The most Oreo Oreoopsis. Synopsis. The most Oreo Oreo is, as it sounds, the most. The cookie features two chocolate-flavored base cakes packed with the most stuff, levels of cream. And for the first time, the cream has real Oreo grind mixed in. So they ground up a cookie, an Oreo cookie, and put it in another Oreo cookie. Oh, it's a cookie. It's it's a cookies and cream-flavored cookie. Inside of the cookie. Inside but, of the the co- but the cookies and cream flavor is Oreo. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I'm, I'm kind of excited about this. So the <laughs> result is a cookie. Cookie stuffed with itself, making it a meta Oreo in the real world. That's like that's the whole key. It's meta. It's the meta. That, that's why. That's why the they're putting world. it in the metaverse is because it's a meta cookie. Oh my goodness! A cookie within a cookie. <laughs> The cookie is available for pre-sale starting today on Oreo.com and will begin rolling out on store shelves nationwide January 30th and will be available for a limited time only. Cookie pre-sales. And a cookie. It's, uh, it's, it's Oreoception. Yeah, exactly. Oreoception. <laughs> totally. Totally. Though I do love me some cookies and cream ice cream, so I'm yes. kind of into this. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys have had... Well, I know Graveyard hasn't because he avoids chocolate altogether, <laughs> but uh, they're... Oreo has a ice cream sandwich that is made exactly like this. It's like two Oreo cookies with uh, vanilla cookies and cream ice cream in the middle of it. Uh, and it is amazing. Whenever I can find it, it's so good. Wait, uh, who has this? Uh, Oreo. Like uh, you can go to like a um, you can go to like, you know, a corner store where they have like, you know, the the ice cream bins. Uh-huh. And uh, they'll have this in, in, in some of those bins every now and then. It's just like an Oreo cookies, and, uh, uh, an Oreo cookie sandwich. Oh. Ice cream sandwich? Okay. Ice cream sandwich. Yeah. And and it's it's amazing. I I love I love it. But see, you can't find it all the time though. All right. So January thirtieth, put it on the calendar. We got to get some and try some because mm-hmm. we need I, some. I, I, I will watch you guys eat it. I will. Yeah. We we need some <laughs> the most Oreo Oreo meta metaversing Oreo verse. Exactly. All right. Now, all right. if so, you need something to wash down those nice new Oreos, this last story is for you. If you're looking for something that is gonna taste like vomit, this one's for graveyard. He doesn't like he doesn't like potatoes. He doesn't like uh oreos this is this is the gimmick just i mean the idea of this next of uh, this last thing that we're going to talk about right here just it sounds like what you throw up at the end of the night after drinking too much beer i mean <laughs> i love beer and i love chili cheese 
So see, see, okay, <laughs> young Phil, read this story. Well, let's watch. Let's watch a graveyard's face. He's gonna start drooling. It's gonna be amazing. A collaboration between Hormel and Modest Brewing Company. Hormel announces its chili cheese beer, a new beverage flavored like the company's flagship product. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> this is why. <laughs> this is why graveyard loves it because this is a fucking horror show. Are you kidding me? You're putting chili in a beer. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. It's oh. not. It can't be any different than bacon flavored beer. I'm gonna throw that out there. Oh god. So Modest is using Minnesota Pilsner barley malt and flake corn chips as the drink's base flavor, adding chili seasoning and cheddar cheese powder to mimic the flavors of Hormel chili cheese dip. That just sounds nasty. <laughs> now, Grave, you've made your own beer. Can yeah. you can you do this? Can you like oh, absolutely. add just seasoning? absolutely? Yeah, absolutely. Uh it's unf- I would say the unfortunate trend is a big trend, very popular, lucrative trend, but everyone throwing in all these extracts and seasonings in the beer now to make it taste like they like i'm still old school mentality when it comes to beer is that mm-hmm. if it's not a natural flavor that should be here <laughs> um uh, chili and cheese does not go well with the with, it, it's something you eat while you're drinking a beer but yes. not something you want as a taste inside of your beer but how is it how is this any different than the jones soda <sighs> This, wait, I've heard happened. of Jones soda. They do. They've done Thanksgiving meal sodas where everything oh, tastes nasty. right, but it, it's a market. Oh, so yeah. this is no different because they're doing it in a pilsner. Pilsners are very light and don't have a lot of flavor, so they could take they could take very little seasoning to get that in the pilsner. Pilsners are generally but yeah. Pilsners, pilsners are you know <laughs> uh, that that is your general piss beer. So I mean yes. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. I, I like Pilsners. <laughs> yeah, Pilsners and certain flavors of lagers. You know, like some some lagers can be busy. Yep. I like lagers. I like yeah. lagers generally, but like, you know, like like technically Budweiser's a lager. Mm-hmm. Right? Sure. <laughs> That's why I said right. It tastes more like a Pilsner, but I mean like it's a lager, right? It's terrible. You know? Yes. You know, say like 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 a lot of those beers that you um a lot of those those mainstream mass produced beers are are either pilsners or lagers. Yep. You know, so like when you hear people complain about piss taste beer, that's usually either a lager or a pilsner. Very much so. <laughs> All right. So let let's pull back. Let's let's unpack this. So we like beer. Yes. Yeah. Do we like chili? I love chili yeah. cheese. I don't okay. want to have chili cheese flavored beer. Who 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 figured this out? Like what happened? Like somebody spilled their beer on their hot dog or something. It was just like, <laughs> wait. Well, got it. what's funny is like the opposite is fine. If you have beer in chili cheese that's not bad beer cheese is delicious and you can you can have beer brats with chili cheese on it so the flavors combination already exists it's already right. been out there it's the, the okay. problem yeah. is that they're putting that flavor in a beer and that does not sound appetizing at all well then they're missing then you throw this beer into your chili cheese dip so you have the chili cheese beer no i see oh know. my goodness that is a very meta chili cheese and that's the thing is that that's probably the only reason that I would ever get that is because I feel like it might enhance if you're making a chili cheese. Oh, yes. that, 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 that's that's mm-hmm. got a beer beer cheese base, right? Yep. Like that sounds like a good idea, but drinking a beer that tastes like chili cheese does not sound appetizing to me. Like I said, the idea that immediately comes to, head, to, to my mind right now is this is the flavor that you throw up at the end of the night when you've had too much chili and beer. Fair. I'm going to try it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say we gotta try it. Somebody's gotta try it. Yes, absolutely. We got a uh, drink your chili opsis. Drink your chili opsis. Synopsis. <laughs> How 
can beer taste like chili cheese dip? Hmm? The crushable American lager features Minnesota, Minnesota, Minnesota. Pilsner, bear, barley malt, and flaked corn with this delicious corn chip flavored base. <laughs> corn chips. Forgot about corn chips. Modest Beer Company added a mix of savory spices and hints of cheddar cheese powder to bring the flavors of Hormel chili cheese dip to life. What's wow. funny about this is like you're putting chili cheese powder or you're putting cheddar powder inside of it. Like cheddar powder doesn't taste like cheese to begin with. So it's like <laughs> it's they, they the, the problem is if it's not the powder oil in beer doesn't it right. and make it go bad. So I think because it's just spices, we throw spices in all the time. Right. So it's not going to taste like meat. It's going to taste like the spices that go with it. Right. What is the weirdest beer you've ever had, Grave? The weirdest beer I've ever had? Really cheese flavored beer. <laughs> I mean, that will be the weirdest one when I when I get it. Uh my my buddy makes some interesting. Um, he did recently a star uh, uh, strawberry starburst. Whoa! But see, that sounds good though. It's very sweet. Very very sweet. It's um, a beer. Yeah, there's there's a brewery by me because I'm on a county line that they make their own like apple cider donuts. They make oh, beer yeah. out of those, out of those donuts. I love apple cider donuts. They make a beer out of it. I'm listening. I'm listening. So it, it's no, it, you can the world the world anything you can do you can dream of has probably been done. To you. I yeah. made it. I've years ago. I made a s'more beer. Oh, that's a good one. See, that what sounds kind good. Of beer was it though? Because like I've had s'mores uh, stouts, and that tastes mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah, it's a, oh, it's a stout. Like so, I've been making it for ten years. Yeah, so like stouts. I mean, you you can generally make dessert flavored stouts, and they oh, absolutely really well. Same thing with like IPAs. You can do like really crazy fruit combinations, and it tastes yep. really good. You know, so it's like you know there 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 are things you can do that make sense within beer, right? Like you know you do yeah. like a uh, you do like a uh, uh, says or you do a um uh, uh shandy you know and you can do like a lot of like really good flavors with that too uh sours you can do really good flavors with you know but it's just kind of like chili cheese like that savory combination in a beer just seems weird i think it's just the next step from bacon bacon beer it's yeah, yeah savory salt <laughs> yeah savory. yeah okay uh we'll any, see. We, like we we know that bacon can go in anything right like there's literally bacon. never bacon had a seasoning yes like if you've never had bacon Bacon and ice cream, like it's a thing. It's good, you know. Like bacon. I mean, given if you're not, you know, a vegetarian, because you know, no offense to vegetarians that are out there, but I mean, like bacon. Literally, if you are somebody who eats bacon, you can put bacon in anything, and it makes it good. Yeah. So nuts. All right, let's figure oh. this out. The drink is now available for purchase at the Hormel website, retailing for twenty four dollars for a four pack. So it's, it's obviously it's it's obviously limited limited edition because yeah, exactly. it's not expensive. You know exactly. It's expected. Uh, the beer will be re ready to ship before the Super Bowl on February 12th. So it should be hitting stores anytime now. So we can go get some. Yeah. Would you eat, would, now? Would, what would you pair with this? What would you pair? Would you pair chilies? Uh, shame. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. The only thing you can pair in this is shame. All right. That's funny. So after you try this and you throw up on your shirt and you need a new shirt, we got merch people. Oh, wait a minute. We got merch people. <laughs> 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 
we got hats, people. Hats are $35 each or 30 if you're going to buy multiple hats. Look at uh, Grave and his beautiful hat, even though uh, we're sold out of his color. Did you get the last one? I think you got the last one. I got the last one. The I last saw. black one. But we have Galaxy Gray in stock. So if you need a hat, come get a hat. Um, I think we're going to bring them to the cons as long as they last. So yeah. if you don't want to wait, you know, message us on, on Instagram and let us know that you're interested in a hat. We'll find a way to get it to you. Um, <clears throat> and while you're at it, we got shirts too, people. Oh, yeah. You so, see the shirt right there that I'm wearing? Finally. <laughs> finally. You know what's funny is I was I was wearing a Hulk shirt that said uh, I'm kind of a big deal. Uh, and James was like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to do the right thing and I'm going to go change into my disconcerting shirt. You should probably do the same thing. Just shaming me into putting my shirt on. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to put it on just to shut him up. I just thought I'd get a, a shot of those nipples. You know what I'm saying? But whatever. <laughs> All right, uh, shirts. So if you want to cover up them nipples, get a shirt. They're twenty bucks or twenty five. If we got to ship it to you, we got we got pretty much all the sizes. I don't know if we're out of any sizes, but just message us on Instagram. That's the easiest way to get a hold of us. Let us know if you want a hat, want a shirt. Uh, we'll find a way to ship it to you. And you know, if you buy both, we'll get you a deal. We'll make it happen. Exactly. Speaking of deal, we also got Lucharillas. So Lucharillas is a friend, a partner. Oh my gosh! Uh, explain what Lucharillas is, real quick, young Phil. So guys, if you've never seen Lucha. Lucharillas. If you haven't checked them out already, you should go over to Lucharillas.com and check out the stuff that they have. Lucharillas uh, is it's a brand partnership that we have with this brand, Lucharillas. Essentially, what they are is uh, gorillas that are drawn to be luchadors, and they're freaking awesome. Uh, now, not only do you have the uh, the original characters with with Lucharillas, and a lot of them are like takes on other characters. There's a Goku one. Uh, there's a Vegeta one. They have different like uh, takes on on wrestling tropes. They have um, there's a Chupa Chup one. You know, if you guys have ever seen the uh, the Chupa Chup uh, lollipops, the Mexican lollipops and things like that. Like, no, there's a, there's all kinds of different characters that they have. Uh, but they also have a distance nerdorilla. And the distance nerdorilla is a brand partnership that we did with them. Uh, it's a character, original character that is a Lucharilla based on us. Uh, and it comes in all the different merch that they have. They have uh, shirts, obviously, but then they also have uh, uh, bottle openers. And then, of course, the bump boxes. Uh, if you guys have not experienced the bump box, uh, bump boxes are amazing. They're basically pagers that are Bluetooth speakers. Uh, and then they also have like full on boom boxes uh, and they're all Bluetooth speakers, but like full on boom boxes and these giant monster speakers. And they sound amazing. Um, friend of the show, Rob Paulson, uh, you know, the, the gentleman you heard earlier as Yakko Warner uh, has a uh, Lucha uh, Rilla's uh, bump box. And he said it was amazing. So, you know, getting it, they're great you know if you guys haven't checked all that stuff out if you want to see more head over to lucharillas.com right there on the screen um you've actually put it on the screen so you guys can see it right there head over to lucharillas.com and uh and and check that stuff out guys and check out everything they have when you know shout outs to uh to to eric and luis over at lucharillas mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they were in the chat earlier so shout out to those guys those guys yeah. are awesome oh my gosh and we got so much going on so our schedule as of right now and we may be changing it up just you know depending on what cons are coming up but we got mondays game streams tuesdays the download which you're watching right now thursday
Mondays, the build. Oh, yeah. So much fun. So Mondays, game streams. What's your time on that now? You switched it up on me. Uh, no, so the game streams are still 8 to 12. 8 to 12, uh, and you're playing. And right now, so I'm playing Gotham Knights mm -hmm. uh, just because there's, uh, I, I kind of was like, okay, well, what game am I gonna am I going to play until Dead Space comes out? Uh, and I hop back on Gotham Knights. And what's funny is um, I learned this last, this, on this Monday, I learned more about the game than I had uh, in like previous iterations of playing it. It's mostly that um, I've been trying to figure out how to do uh, certain uh, missions and like unlock certain things. And I realized that some of those missions you can't do when you're on patrol. So there are yeah. certain missions that you have to start from the uh, the evidence board and then you get to play through these missions. So uh, Grave, I, I know that you said that you had done the uh, uh, the Mr. Freeze mission already. Yep. I had done the Mr. Freeze mission. Okay. I didn't realize that I had to do that. Um, and I when I, I had just started the the Harley Quinn mission, which yep. is also in on that bo evidence board. Yeah. And then I started learning about like actual like power levels that you're supposed to have when you do that. Mm -hmm. um, so I was super underpowered when you saw me getting frustrated. You got uh, smacked hard. Oh, dude. <laughs> that game is really hard to do when you're playing solo because it's yeah. mainly, like with uh, yeah. um, with with multiple people. Uh, and I, I've been playing it solo. So it's like I was just getting my ass kicked. Uh, and you saw me like I, I almost killed the, that last guy. And then he beat me with like a with like 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 an ultimate power. Move. Oh, yeah. He, he he had his max turbo level up to three and just <laughs> and just smacked me and killed me. And I was like, I, he only had like two hits left. And I was yeah. really pissed. Uh, and then I realized, oh, OK, I can back out of this mission. And then I started looking into it and was like, OK, so this needs me to be at like level 13. And I'm like level 12 right now. So I'm underpowered. Uh, and then I went and started doing the uh, the Mr. Freeze missions. And I'm just smacking everybody like left and right. Because like I'm like level 16 with night uh, uh, with Nightwing. Yeah. And I switched to Nightwing. And you only need to be level seven to do uh, uh, the Mr. Freeze mission. So I'm just smacking everybody around like it's like it's easy. Yeah, Mr. Freeze is like 20 to 25. Most. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, so, yeah, I, I started realizing like, oh, OK, I need to start doing like some of the lower and lower missions and get my level up. Awesome. So that's Mondays, Tuesdays, download Thursdays, build grave. Do you have a set schedule when you when you're like gaming and doing uh, your show too? we always do uh, or I always join up and we alternate for retro game, not retro retro alcohol is Monday. That's pre-recorded. It's whenever we can record and I know somewhere always Monday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but the live gaming is Thursday night with fours and I alternate. On, so you guys best. start that at seven, right? Uh, seven year time. Yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> unless, <laughs> like, des unless destiny's down. Unless destiny's down. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My, yeah. Like I said my schedule is Sunday movie watching podcast recording Monday edit for the retro alcove Tuesdays when I have the games for fun Wednesday I prepare for Thursday and Thursday we have gaming Friday is Kyber Gap Dark and Saturday is usually good. when when did we how do you guys I need some tips because I got work I got mm -hmm. life I got mm -hmm. kids how do you guys mm -hmm. figure this all out I, I, I work don't know. 50 hours a week I have three I kids <laughs> <laughs> I can't figure it out. I need I need some I need some tips. I, need uh, I, I just got, start everything later at night. Honestly, I just don't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> like I've got I've got less on my plate than either of you guys, and I still can't figure out the time. So I mean, right. Anyway, all right, let's keep it going. Speaking of grave, tell us yes. about the show. Tell us how yes. we can find you. You just launched your website. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I am Graveyard, co-host of the Mostly Pilot Night podcast. Uh, we review co-host Sam and I review. Horror 
horror movies and you know, we start off with horror books and old school and dreadful stuff like that um we are setting our schedule right now for the year for movies to watch and episodes put out um we are going to vip passes at bruce rama in april to go meet campbell play trivia with him hopefully get on stage um oh, yeah, awesome yeah so that was that i need you to record that so i can watch it i oh absolutely i want to um but yeah so we drop uh our podcast drops at midnight every monday morning actually in about 44 minutes it'll drop um so yeah you can find that any place you listen to podcasts we're on amazon music we're on spotify or on apple podcasts top of that you can find me uh kyber cave gaming live kyber cave after dark on fridays and i'm always part of retro alcove uh pre-recorded drops on monday awesome man uh we lost james He's talking to the children. To the I'm here. Dylan. They just want to say goodnight. Good night. And they brought me chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Always good when you have uh, chicken from the chillins. Yes, exactly. All right. Uh, have something you want to discuss? Tell us what you're nerding out on and make sure to let us know in the Facebook group that Distance Nerding 10 posts. Now, guys, I say it every week. Do you, you see me? And, and, and then I say it. All you got to do, if you want to support us, you want to support everything that we do, all you got to do is head over to distancenerding.com and join the taco party right there in the top left corner in that side that in the top left nope. corner nope that's not the left nope that's left yeah, you're left that, nope. that's what i'm saying it's the yep. left on the screen nope yep wait nope, nope. no it's yeah, you're at the first <laughs> Yep. Yeah, right right here it's, yep. it's, it's right around there yep. right there, right yep. if you guys want to support us head over to distancenerding.com hit that menu button you'll see buy us a taco you can join the taco party ladies and gentlemen you can buy us a taco now connect with us on instagram facebook twitter twitch tiktok youtube discord all at distance nerding you can see it right there right next to my name same thing when you see nope. james right there yep right there right next to his name see that right there guys you can find us all at distance nerding nope yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks and keep nerding together, buddy. There we go. All right, guys, it's time to get this dance on. It's dance party time. Let's do this. What am I gonna dance with? What am I gonna dance with? Chicken bone, <laughs> dancing with a chicken bone. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Grave, for joining Thanks us. Thanks for having me. You're awesome. This was a production of the Distance Nerding Podcast and Time for Tacos Media, a part of the Comic-Con Radio family. For more content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and TikTok, all at Distance Nerding. If you enjoy our content, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks, and keep nerding together.